word of the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's word of the day, since it's words, we just haven't updated the imaging. Uh, the first word of the day is milieu. M-I-L-I-E-U. Milieu. Milieu. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Milieu. Surroundings, especially of a social or cultural nature. That wasn't the bear from Jungle Book? No. I think you, No. That you're thinking, oh, Bulu. Oh. I guess. Oh, okay. You. I'm close. I, I thought you were going with Mowgli. I was like, Mowgli <laughs> sounds nothing like Malu. Um, all right, and that is the voice of Mateo. And then Flan, your word of the day, unofficially brought to you by Urban Dictionary. Uh, it's not even a word anymore. At this point, it's just phrases. Like last one, last episode was what, lace front? Yes, no, maybe so. Earth to Flan. All right. Uh, this one today, <laughs> slept like a baby. <laughs> to sleep infrequently in short spurts at the most inconvenient times, followed by a big mess in their pants. There you go. We really I did that today, actually. Oh. Like a baby <laughs> today. Made a major mess. <laughs> Made a major mess in your pants. Uh, oh, they're just going to reshow the fight, huh? It's just so fast. All right. You need to do like a March Madness bracket with all the... We, we can do the real words and then Urban Dictionary <laughs> words, and then we vote on what's our favorite. It's a good idea. I won't, I won't actually disregard that. We will put that in the thing. Do you have to go back and re... Did you re- do you write down the words, or do you have to go I back r- and I listen? Write down, I write down the words. Oh, yeah. We yeah. Should, yeah bracket. There's a, there's a, believe it or not, there is a little bit of show prep that goes into this. Oh. So, all right. Um, okay, so, yeah, we got a good show today. Uh, we're done with the word of the day. We got talking points, NBA All-Star game. Uh, Matt Kuchar was a little bit more than uh, – a frugal would be a generous term for what he was. Uh, we're going to talk about week two in the Alliance of American Football or whatever the hell that thing's called. And then we got some cap news because that's been making some headlines. Uh, Tim Brown joins us for the stat of the day. We have winners and losers and the pop culture update. Are you guys ready to go? I thought you said cat news. Yes. Are you ready to go? Yeah, yeah, now I am. Let's get it on. Fuck. Cohort Sports Report, Gas Bags with Fun Facts, the show by regular Joes for regular Joes, sponsorship free because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. 
My name is Jeff Woodworth. I am joined in the garage tonight by my co-host Brendan Flanagan. Can you say hi? Hi. Okay. Very enthusiastic Brendan Flanagan. And then our uh, Sunday night co-host, real, I mean, once you know, part-time co-host, I guess we should say, Matteo Polverari. What up? Thank you, Matteo. Um, yes, we w- we are going to talk Kaepernick, not cat talk. Sorry, uh, we're not going to talk kitties. Cat, cats and dogs and Pretty Baloo. Yeah, and Baloo. Flan's a little tired. We'll see if he makes it through this episode. I went on a 40-mile bike ride today. 40 miles? Yeah. I feel like that's kind of BS, but go ahead. Explain. I went from Shiloh by the airport. I went on the airport and then over to Shiloh. And then I went from Shiloh to Chalk Hill Road, over Chalk Hill, down onto 128, which is in between Napa and Healdsburg. And then took that through Alexander Valley to Healdsburg, down through Healdsburg. Did you go wine tasting too? Nope. Just oh, for that's pretty drove, impressive. Damn, rode it through. Drove through, huh? Hey, you nope. just rode through, yeah. Rode through it. Okay. How are your legs feeling right now? Not bad. I took a little nap and it felt good after the nap. Tomorrow, though. Ooh. Ah, hit the gym. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I'm just saying, like, you'll see how your legs will feel tomorrow, because I know after I... Oh, I never, I, never, I never hit legs at the gym. I just, it's one thing I don't do. Really? I just hit legs when I'm outside, you know, doing my thing. Okay, that's pretty good. It skips leg day. I skip leg day, but I, wanted, I, I use my uh, my conditioning. When I use my conditioning, I use my legs with it. So running, biking, all okay. the good stuff. Good stuff, yeah. There you go. That's exactly how you're going to build yourself into Mount Olympus, <laughs> skipping, <laughs> skipping leg day. Uh, my calves were on fire this weekend from the running that I did earlier in the week, but I'm not going to bitch and complain. Well, you just did. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure Mateo's loving this. Uh, did you guys watch – let's start off with our talking points. Did you guys start uh, – Start. did you guys watch the NBA All-Star game? In I the did weekend? not. You didn't watch the entire Didn't watch weekend? one event. You didn't watch one didn't event? Didn't watch an event. Really? Nope. Why? You know, I just thought I had better things to do. Like, I went to church, helped than homeless. Okay, shut up. Yes, so <laughs> you did. 20-mile bike ride. <laughs> yeah, no, it was 40. 40, 40, 40, 40 mile. 40, 40. Yeah, how dare you smite down <laughs> cut it in half. I cut it in half. Yeah. Um, so the NBA All-Star Game weekend, I think we can deem it saved a, the world. a success. No, not that it saved the world. It's just a success. I saved the world. I didn't, I, that's oh. why I didn't watch it. I saved oh, the world. Oh, you saved the world. It's like okay. a Jack Bauer 24-hour thing. Where I had 24 hours and saved the world, so your ass wouldn't get blown up by a nuclear bomb. Oh, thank you. So that's you're exactly what bike I was your way over to the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I was looking for in my day. Plan, hop operation. on the bike. I fought yeah. a terrorist cell. Pew pew. Yeah, mm. just dodging bullets and stuff. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, the NBA All Star Game weekend happened, um, or All Star Weekend, I should say. Let's start off with the skills challenge. Uh, I liked it. Did you guys watch it at all? Did you watch any pieces of it? You said you didn't, but I, I watched um, it. I was gonna say I'm having a tough time <laughs> believing that. Mateo, did you see any of I it? Fast, I was trying to fast forward to the three point contest, and I so I saw the ending to the skills competition. It okay. looked it looked great when it. You gotta plug your mic back. Oh my in, god! There I you was go. So <laughs> excited about the skills competition. So you you fast forwarded through it, and you didn't. You only saw the end. I saw Tatum hit the half quarter. Okay, that yeah. was that's what that I was. Thought. That was an awesome finish. I found that interesting, just from the sense of like, uh, this is you know. I forget who was it. Was it Chris Webber or was it Reggie Miller that brought it up that said, "Watch out for that shot," when they were when they were doing the broadcast, and you saw Luka Doncic throw it up real quick, and then I think it kind of inspired Tatum. Um, I didn't really. You had a three point contest coming anyway, so I wasn't really mad that those guys weren't, be, you know, actually running up to the three point line. Plus, I think a half court shot is kind of fun. Um, so Jason Tatum won that, and then he goes off the rails and and says that he's going to be lifting a Larry O'Brien in June. And I just kind of laughed at my TV at that point. I was just like, well, not on the, not on the Dubs watch. Um, what do you guys think about that? Boston a real championship contender? Are they even a legit contender out in the East? 
I feel like I, they I feel have like, to. Yeah. Be. I feel like anybody one through eight's a contender in the East. Well, this you've is got me you've putting got, down the East. You've got Toronto and LeBron's gone. So and and LeBron's out of well, the yeah, East, which I think Toronto will help. The fact they have they have a pretty damn good. Their roster's roster, stacked, but yeah. it doesn't play well together. You've seen that with Gordon Hayward, he's had to go to the bench. Kyrie play. Kyrie's gonna Kyrie, but I'm saying overall, the way this roster was brought together and the way we wrote them off as just saying, oh, next year they're gonna be so much better. They haven't been. Well, I think. They okay. Have a shot. I mean, the way I kind of viewed it is like last year's Warriors team, and I get it. They're they're last year's Warriors team is a better collection, greater collection of talent. Mm-hmm. But we 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 were looking at it and we we're like, okay, this doesn't look like the same team. And then the second half, they took it seriously. I'm not gonna say because Boston's so young that they aren't taking it seriously, but there's still another second half of basketball. I think there's yeah, so much time. I give that merit because there's certain teams that know how to pace it out. Mm-hmm. And you look at James Harden, like James Harden right now, he's having this score streak. But we're all sitting back making the joke because we know it's bound to happen. Where in the playoffs, he He's just going to run out of gas. Yeah. And that's I, just that's and, just hard to maintain. And maybe the week off helps, too, because uh, last week we were talking about how the Celtics, uh, was it Morris that was c- completely saying that, you know, everybody's playing. I, I watch other mm-hmm. teams. and yep. Yeah. And so now that's already seems like it's a long time ago. So maybe the time off will help, too. We'll, we'll see. But I, I think uh, out in the East, you definitely have to pay attention to not only the, the Raptors and the Sixers, but hello, the Indiana Pacers are still hanging around without Victor Oladipo. I don't think that this is a team that could make the finals, let alone the Eastern Conference Championship. But it's definitely a team that will put some miles on your on your overall engine. Mm-hmm. And if I'm the Celtics or I'm I'm the Raptors, and I'm thinking to myself like, <laughs> I want to be as healthy as possible, and I want to coast through this. I want to sweep everybody. And the Pacers are the one team that I feel like will take you to seven games. They'll ultimately lose the seventh game, but they have the power to take you to seven games and just tucker your team out. So, um, but yes, so the skills competition, I liked uh, the weaving, the passing, a lot of surprisingly, a lot, a lot of guys good at the chess pass. They, they got a little... Um, oh, I was, I was king at chess pass back in the day. Good to know. Passing. Mr. Fundamental over there. Catch uh, me on my passing game. Slim, I mean, a junior Slim Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the, the chess passing was interesting. The the dribbling, there was nothing there. I mean, obviously, Trey Young's super fast. Luka Doncic doing what he's got to do. Uh, so that was good. Then the three-point contest, and they added in two extra spots in the three-point contest this year, but they could have added in another round. I'll take another round of that. At this point... Uh, and then the dunk contest. I'm just going to come out with my hot takes right now is that the three-point contest should be after the dunk contest. I am no longer clamored around the TV waiting on the dunk I contest. I think next year's is going to be good, though. Next year's dunk contest? Why? Because Zion? Yeah. Because Zion's going to be here and he's going to save the world? Get the oh, power dunker save in the there. world. I think, I think you, we have, they haven't had a big power dunker probably since Blake Griffin was well, in it. Well, Mateo just said it, and you just said it right there. Power dunker. The power dunker. I'm convinced... And I saw this on Twitter, and I couldn't hit the like button hard enough, or, or, or you know, as many times I wanted to. The dunk contest, what the same reaction that you get from a guy jumping over a J Cole or a Shaq, if you get somebody that's just able to jump up, cock back a tomahawk, and slam that thing home as hard as possible, you'll conjure up a reaction that's just as mm-hmm. similar to the guy who's well, out no, there no, doing no, a 360 well, between I, the legs. I think the reason why people are looking forward to him is he he's. He has the explosiveness and the power, but if he can just fi- if he has any creativity, just a little bit of flair, he can make it something big. I'm just saying they used to the dunk contest used to be really I mean an event like to mm-hmm. the point where Dwight and that's why I'm, I got a little upset when people were like, oh the Aaron Gordon one was so great. I was like, says who? 
Like the Dwight I, Howard where he brought out the twelve foot hoop I think, and he dunked I think Gordon on and Le- rewatching the uh, Zach Levine too. Yeah. Like the, I think it was pretty legit though. Like that's those guys definitely some, it's definitely top five. Dunk but there is a lot of bullshit that they had to go through to yes. get to those dunks, which yes. I, I don't disagree. with And you the there. dunk contest itself this year with who was the guy that from the Hawks that oh, put Collins. on that put on uh, the uh, uniform and then he went to go jump over the plane and he clipped the plane that yeah. didn't work and then. Um, the guy from the Thunder. See, I don't even know who the guys are. The only one I remember who from actually who participated was, was Dennis Smith Jr. Is it, is it Depot? Is that how you say it? I or guess. That, yeah. I mean, he's a leaper. Yo, he he's a, a leaper yeah, for a, sure. He leapt over Shaq, yeah. but it was just like after that. Okay, then uh, who brought out Jay Cole? Dennis Smith Jr. brought out Jay Cole, mm-hmm. and it's like I'm not hating on Jay Cole, but once you once somebody's jumped over Shaq. Jumping over J. Cole is just not as cool. The best one was a sh- yeah, Shaq, and then he hooked him, his arm on the rim. Well, yeah, paid homage I, I to yeah. Vince Carter, yeah, and then there was, was an who else did that? Who else uh, hooked their arm? Blake Griffin did it. Blake Griffin, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, when Blake Griffin jumped over the Kia, I thought at the time it was super corny, but that's aged well. Yeah, like compared to compared solidly. to other compared to well, other. The only problem why it was kind of corny to me is he jumped over the hood and not the actual. Mm-hmm. I thought he was gonna yeah, do the yeah, that was the biggest yeah. bummer. Okay, so that that's a little cornball, but not thing. as cornball as having bringing out uh, you know five guys. What are the Tuskegee Airmen or whatever I, they were dressed I, as? Yeah, I was like, what's the and purpose? then and then you go to jump over the plane and you clip half the plane. <laughs> like I'm not hating because I couldn't do that, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying I, I guess I am hating to a point. Just I get for the show aspect, it's cool, but the three point contest. Um, I mean, huge upset was Steph Curry not winning that thing. Who's it? Joe Harris? Like, yeah, I, Joe I, Harris. I, had to, I had to Google who Joe Harris was while I was watching who Joe Harris was because even though he was wide up on the screen, that still that just seemed like a you know like a black dude name to me. Just mm-hmm. like who is this Joe Harris? Like, what? What? You know? Um, now, somebody made a great point that the three point contest it, it gets more elite people at that what at that skill compared to the dunk contest. Exactly. And so it's hard to. To hate that much on the dunk, but that's why it should be flipped. And what never gets old with the dunk contest, right? So if a guy hits, if a guy dunks and he misses, and he misses the first two attempts, by the time he hits the third mm-hmm. attempt, I'm like, well, finally. And it you shouldn't got be it. a perfect score. No, it, no, you know, not right. at all. But um, but with the three point contest, is it doesn't matter if there's a guy who's up there and he goes 0 for six and misses six straight, and then turns around and hits six in a row. I don't care if those are the only six shots that he's hitting. Just something as momentous as that and, and it's quick and fast-paced and, and it changes on a dime like that, like, I'll take that over the dunk contest any day. I'm not relying on other people to just get hyped up because, you know, somebody jumped an extra also, inch. Also, the thing with dunk contest is that Reggie Miller and Kenny the Jet get way too amped for that mm-hmm. thing. They do. They, they do, kinda, they they do their job. It's their job to get yeah. hyped for but it. They, but, but he says the same damn thing. What's, what's his line? Uh, uh, let's go home or yeah, whatever. Yeah, let's go yeah. home. It's ten, we're 10 years into the dunk contest. Yeah. is back. Yeah. yeah and then, and I remember then, him busting that out during Jason Richardson's dunk contest. Yeah, and then he also brought, he always does a Superman is in the building. Uh, every time. Yeah. He's, this is three go-to lines for well, every dunk contest. you know, it's just like... Uh, like I said, I made that. I made that. And then lead. Reggie Miller starts talking. And he's talking. I don't know. And then he starts like trying to predict something that's wildly inaccurate. <laughs> I mean, I had no idea who Joe Harris was even while I was watching him, but I definitely had no idea who the guys participating in the dunk contest were while I were watching them. Dennis Smith Jr. was the only one. Mm-hmm. They're all that bench players. Exactly. Oh, Low end starters. Low end starters that I guess lead the league in dunks, or they've just got a couple highlight reel dunks. You know, is, like, that, is that how it works? Do they get picked, or is it like they just say, "I want to do the dunk contest"? I, I Imagine that they have a list of guys and they start off on the top and mm. you know some guys are a little bit smarter about it and they treat it like the home run derby they're like no I don't want to mess up my legs because you could tell that's another thing is you could go through about five or six rounds of the three point contest before guys get tired 
You can't do five dunks without a guy getting exhausted. Also, yeah, another reason why LeBron, LeBron's the worst, he never did the dunk contest. That's why he's the worst. I, I wish <sighs> I, that's, that's going to be, yep, I'm going to miss the, I wish LeBron did the dunk contest. Did especially you see when they Skip Bayless? That was a great tweet. Yeah. Every tweet, every, up that every, tweet. Yeah, every dunk contest every year is the same thing with Skip. Why that, is that was a golden, doing oh, yeah, anytime Skip comes right after. I'm sure he has it right in his drafts. Like He's probably had this one in the drafts for like three years. He just looks at the calendar. He's like, okay, he's this like, is the one for the dunk contest I want to use. I'm looking it up right I now. Just, I just it. get, that's so like, that's so LeBron and just not participate in the dunk Who would you want to see? So LeBron's won. LeBron's won. Um, and he tweeted through this entire game. I think game. Paul George would be cool. I think Paul George did, would be did a good Did Paul one. George oh, no, uh, ever do one? I don't think so. That is kind of disappointing that George. After watching Giannis in the game, man, Giannis would, Giannis be, would be sick. You know, I'm going to be completely honest. Skip Bayless kind of knocked it right on, or hit the nail right on the head. But I mean, he tweeted out, missed you tonight, comment LeBron. And then, uh, but the tweet before that, he said, remember the greatest period, Michael Jordan, remember when the greatest period, comma, Michael Jordan won the dunk contest twice? Remember Dominique and Kobe and even Dwight and Blake Griffin winning it? Those were the days. Diallo plays 11 minutes a game and averages four points. So comparing apples to oranges there, because you do get a guy that only plays, you know, averages as much as what Dirk Nowitzki's getting in the game. the kind of star power that goes into They're uh, missing the star power yeah. of the dunk contest because guys are smart enough to now where they realize they don't want to do it. But this brings me back to, um, so I really like the, the three-point contest. I think that they should add another round in there. Yeah, don't hack it down from agree. 10 guys to three. Because then it's over too fast. More go ten, go to five, then go to three. Mm-hmm. You know, or go ten to six to three, and then and and give me some, give me an extra round. Or because even though it's only twenty five shots, who was it? Was it Joe Harris? Didn't miss a single. Uh, didn't miss a single money ball shot on the last on the last one. And then I was interested and engaged with Steph's last shot, last shots because he couldn't miss a single mm-hmm. shot on the money ball rack. And then when he did, I was like, oh man, the greatest three point shooter probably ever just got upset by Joe Harris in the three point contest, and that was more compelling to me than the dunk contest when it's weird to have it into bracket it, they have it the way it's situated on tv they put it where it looks like it's brackets so it would make sense to have the top two from each and like those two would go down and, and then you hear it's the top three and you're like okay that doesn't really make sense we're so used to like a tournament format well the thing with the whole weekend is every sat every time that saturday rolls around the one event that's most it just seems like it's most hyped up and people are looking forward to most is always a dunk no matter who it Which is it doesn't make it doesn't contest. make sense yeah. to me nba get this right like we like the dunks but it's not i would even throw the skills competition was more compelling it can be more compelling than the dunk contest it wasn't necessarily last or you know this weekend but it can be and uh well i mean the thing with me with the dunk contest no matter how good the dunk is if you don't nail it enough even the second time it's not even close to as good if you hit the first time like you have no idea what's coming it's mm-hmm. awesome if you, yeah. even if you like even the second time, I'm just like, okay, cool. Or when a guy jumps up and it looks like he's about to dunk it and he pulls back and then you get the announcers there. That doesn't yeah. count. That doesn't <laughs> count. He didn't He didn't make an attempt, so it's okay. Yeah, the classic Reggie Miller and <laughs> Kenny. It just, I mean, you know, bring back the three-point contest. They should do that, actually, an idea for, or not bring back it. It's already here. But I'm saying make that the primary attraction. And what they should do is they should do it bracketed like they do the home run derby. Mm-hmm. Bring it back down to eight guys. But I want eight guys and I want each guy, um, I want it seated. Right, so like, who's got the number one three-point percentage minimum, certain X amount of shots, whatever your criteria is. Whoever's the highest three-point percentage compared to the lowest, that might be a guy. Actually, really, that's a really good. I like that, that idea. That might a be lot. a guy who's only shooting forty-four percent compared to a guy who's shooting forty-one. But still, to see that extra three mm-hmm. percent play into account, especially when it's rushed, I'm sure it doesn't. You know, there's no real correlation there. But and give it, him like an actual crown or something too. It gets me back to this All-Star Weekend, NBA All-Star Weekend, and NHL All-Star Weekend. This is my real hot takes. 
I'll take these two All Star weekends over the Pro Bowl and Major League Baseball's little uh, stretch. No, nah, baseball over hockey. Sorry, okay. hockey. Okay. I take baseball over all of them. So hockey. you would, but I'm saying if I made you pick two out of the four pop or the top four that we have here uh, between the Pro Bowl, no, just just the NFL, the the Pro Bowl skills competition, the Pro Bowl, the whole All Star weekend that goes into it. NFL, NHL, MLB, NBA. You can only pick two. Uh, do NBA and MLB. Okay. So we know that the NBA has done it right, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm saying. The MLB could have, I would, in a perfect world for me, I would make it slightly more gimmicky. Maybe no pickle competition. That would be literally the worst thing. But ever. I would okay. So put this, put it this way. I cannot believe you're, you're actually you guys, serious you guys, about pickle competition. So instead of a pickle competition, how about a base stealing competition? If you're worried about guys getting hurt, guys can get hurt in the skills competition. Guys can get hurt in the dunk contest. Guys can get hurt hitting mm-hmm. home runs. They can strain themselves. So I think there needs to be a, a put out from outfield. Just test guys' arms. You know, get a guy who's mm. tagging and then see if you can put him out from right to third or something like that. And then have a base dealing competition in between. I had an idea for the bunting with the ski ball. You didn't like that. Pickle, okay, I've, I've fallen back on it. But there needs to be something else besides the home run derby with baseball. You got to plug it back my in, big dog. Oh, my mic's struggling. All-star weekend. I blues. just don't think you get many eyes for uh, basically a uh, like an outfielder throwing the ball from the outfield of the home plate, or you just don't know because no about like a mound it. charging competition. No, who can charge? Oh, who can, oh, that would who be can, all about right? that. Who can, so, yeah, yeah, who can throw the closest oh, without yeah. looking like you're trying the beam, and then also who could charge the mound the fastest? Or oh, do you want to do something like where it's just like filthiest curveball, where you see who can get a guy who can get the most drop you in a curveball? Like, like an accuracy contest would be awesome, right? Like you Put get the yeah, you get the frame, and then like okay, we're people love the advanced stats. Like okay, who can have the most breaking pitch to get back in the zone? Well, that or you do something where you bring out like a you bring out like plates, you know, and mm-hmm. you have like a green plate where it's like oh, kind of like four the hockey se- competition. Four seam fastball, and then you have like a red one where it's oh. like you got to hit this with a curveball, then you got to hit this with a sinker or something like that. Just just something to add, to add to it because the NBA has done it right. The only thing, and well, the, I, I say switch around the three point and the dunk contest, but there is something there. All three. Um, attri- the, uh, all three skill sets are featured. The new form of the home, home run derby two makes it, I think, the best out of all the skills in any sport. I, I will say the they best. did a good job when they reformed the home run. Uh, yeah, it it makes made, it, so was it best. two minutes now or three minutes now they have? Yeah, well, instead I, of ten outs. Yeah, which I mean, unfortunately for guys, you get tired out, but it is nice to know, like, oh boy, he's only got thirty seconds left. But it's just more home runs. That was such a brilliant. No, change. I get that, and I'm and I'm on board with that. I'm just saying that there's no reason why you can't try and improve something if you know that you've got if you got the old faithful right there in the home run derby why not try sprinkling something else because yeah. right now what do you have what else do you have no, besides you, the celebrity all-star game well you're right it, it, they should be more creative and they need to find a way to involve more players because we struggle to identify with players like the nba what's great is i'm watching this and i'm like god what's star power and it's just because i hear about these guys so much right? i had no idea who joe harris was now i'm going to pay attention when mm-hmm. i watch a knicks game i mean a nets game because i know i can call He's out one three-point champion exactly joe harris. right i know d'angelo russell mm-hmm. and i know joe harris on on the nets and then if it weren't for the fact that my my player on my uh, NBA Live plays on the Nets. I wouldn't know more Nets, but I know like Ed Davis. You, you know, uh, do you think pitch counts will come into it for the pitching competitions that we'd have to have an open? No. They'd have to use teams. It's just you got you got with the five, way the league is going. Five he's, pitch- at, he's at forty pitches. We got to bring in another All Star pitcher. I'm just saying five pitches and see if you can hit the targets in the strike zone. That Maybe still might be like too that. many. Well, I could okay. see like them doing like like a. Uh, you don't have to be throwing you ninety miles an hour. No, no. Eighty mile power pitch. You could see them have like have like some contact hitters go in there. Maybe like see who can like. Like you did, like who can, who are, who can get the fastest time of hitting their spot, like hitting it to opposite field, center field, left field. Who can, I don't know. Maybe they have like a, uh, it's kind of like a like a coffin corner kind of thing or uh-huh. something. You can have like a point system. Yeah, just I have mean, maybe something covered. like that. But 
when you get when you get on the like the whole defensive thing, I mean, I just defensive is tough. But that's what I'm saying. If you get a big arm, like you get somebody like Puig, who's got a cannon. Who else has a hose out there? I'm gonna use all the all the terms like, like most of the A's the idioms. Could, yeah, any Chris any Davis. outfielders that just got an arm. An arm yeah. that you could. Any- well, I think with the, when it comes to that though, you're you're gonna be r- running the same thing as the dunk contest. Uh, t- teams aren't gonna want their best right fielder be just throwing as far and as hard as they could possibly could for no reason. Okay, but I'm not saying. Okay, well, then then you do what you've done with the dunk contest is you you get a list of candidates and whoever says yes is on the first four that say yes are on there. So if Puig doesn't want to do it, okay, we'll go find another outfielder. But the point is that you have to you have to incept it get some reception on it, and then it builds, and then all of a sudden guys are looking at it, you know, like, okay, let's do it. You know, I'm, I'm down. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to try. All right, last up with the NBA All-Star game because we spent a lot of time talking about this, uh, but there's just a lot going on. The actual game took place, and uh, I want to I wanted to kind of say something about the, All- the All-Star game. Yeah. Kristen Ledlow was interviewing LeBron, and she had a very, very funny question and statement that she made. Was what like, was it? LeBron, you've taken over this game so many years now in the All-Star game. How does it feel to be good in your, your whatever All-Star game? And first thing I thought about was that one against Kobe when he just threw the ball away to uh, Dwayne Wade and got uh, turned, it, turned it over in the last five seconds of the game or whatever it was. I'm like, yeah, you really took over that one. <laughs> also, Kobe clamping LeBron. Hell yeah. That was – Just Kobe. Was, Kobe came in. He passed the ball, and Kobe's like, what the hell are you doing, LeBron? Like, come at me. <laughs> well, KD gets the uh, All-Star Game MVP with 31 That's points. That's why Kobe will always be better than LeBron. Okay. Uh, thank you. 178-164, Team LeBron defeats Team Giannis. At halftime, I thought for sure Team Giannis had this one. Up until about the third quarter, and then we kind of saw Team LeBron, the uh, the all-collusion yeah, the team. Shooting. The all-collusion Ooh. team actually LeBron. won. We, we mispronounced the, the team's name. You think LeBron's like, look how much fun it is playing with me. Isn't Probably. This, yeah, this is yeah. great. See your MVP, and I'm passing. In the post, yeah, oh, God. Oh, I guarantee it. Post-game, locker room, before reporters get on there. Look, that's what it's like playing with me. You get to shine, and we get a come-from-behind victory that right. everybody's going to talk about. It's we're like, clutch, Yeah, here. Clutch Sports isn't leaking anything about you. Or we're not trying God. to trade you. Everything's oh, great. Man bothers me so much but yeah so the all-star game was dope i mean obviously with the all-star game dirk hitting those threes that was pretty cool but it also it hurt me to watch dirk run i'm just i'm at the point where he hasn't officially announced his retirement but we know it's coming so it's just like oh we're we're pulling there for you bud i really hope he does i want to see him come back one for persingas but two because he did say over all-star weekend he's like i never really officially retired so it'd be great if they had to do this like he just keeps doing it every year i'm sure kobe's bummed out he didn't think about this kobe could have done this for like five years i was gonna say well kobe might come back next year if he he could do (laughs) it if if they don't have a max player on that slot kobe could come back to the lakers and just remind braun this is still (laughs) my team that would tear la in half uh, at least Laker Nation, they'd just be like, the Lakers are winning, but who do we give credit to? Do I give it to LeBron? Oh, do I give it to yeah, Kobe? Yeah, they, they, they would be all, well, would, they would be so. Kobe stands, Kobe. Then you'd have Kobe, like that Kobe, small Kobe. cohort that would be over there just like, well, Kyle Kuzma's pretty yeah, good Yeah, Kyle too. Kuzma's amazing. <laughs> oh my God, the um, Kyle Kuzma high. So, I, I hope that he doesn't doesn't even make it to the playoffs this year. And they like missed out on AD <laughs> and I all these star was, players. That was the fa- they're the favorite right now not to make the playoffs. The betting. I'd be so. And then the whole offseason is an absolute crap show. Did you guys see uh, bringing this back to the All Star game? Did you guys see the pregame performance by Meek Mill? No. No. Okay. I, I saw Twitter blow up. Static. But I was at work. I heard it was static was the word for well, it. Did, did they any shots of Robert Kraft? No. <laughs> Although I did chain. see a picture of him with his cha- yeah, chain. Yeah, champs chain. No. Um, was it good? I, I mean, Twitter reacted well to it. And then uh, J. Cole at halftime, I actually yes, watched. J. That Cole's was dope. Good. So the uh, NBA All-Star game just completely ma- – or halftime performance just stomped all over – 
the NFL All-Star, I mean, uh, Super Bowl halftime show. And I think that's a lesson learned for the NFL, is you don't have to shy away from rappers. They can well, carry their half own. half the rappers weren't going to perform anyway. That's well, true. That is true. If J. Cole switches to, like, folk singer, maybe he has a shot <laughs> to become a perform on the NFL. Well, you know, I mean, like, it's just... Pop band the, the, NFL, pop band. the NFL should have made whatever performer it was, just made them let their stand, you know? It would have given them something. We would have talked about it. I mean, probably would have been talking about the halftime show more than so than the game, the actual game itself. We're but, for, like... We're foreshadowing, but it, now, that, now that they settled, they're probably like, damn, we really should have just gone with Travis Scott. J. Cole... Uh, oh, my God. I would have lost if he was let's, a let's talk about J. Cole's performance, because yeah. you said that it makes you want to go see a J. Cole concert. Oh, big time. Yeah, I mean, I've I've wanted to, ever since he came out with the uh, uh, 2015 was it was it a uh, Forest Hill Drive? Mm-hmm. 2014 Forest Hill Drive. Ever since the album came out, I've been wanting to see him um, live. But uh, yeah, he from everything I heard, he's awesome live. And then today on the halftime show is just love awesome. yours and yeah. no role models. Those were good. Those were the two. Oh, they played no role models. I thought that was that oh, was. Dope. As soon as I heard I was that, surprised they played it. I was just like, oh man, for sure. And then yeah, you get the awkward TV edits mm-hmm. where it's just like one time from. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was one like, okay, how much of this LA? song is actually gonna get through? Okay, that's, would, yeah. yeah. That'd, be, that'd, be, that'd be awesome to see him. Or live. like in the beginning too, when he's just like first things first, recipes, and then he just stops, it just pauses, and you hear everybody else around. Oh yeah, that was cool, man. That's I'm saying it was a good it was a good performance so did you guys know who the halftime show was for the all-star game at all yeah i knew you knew you knew yeah. it was jake I didn't, no I, know, I didn't know did oh, you guys I knew know it was jake Cole. okay because yeah. I, I went in not I knowing and it, it turned out even better and when they yeah. when i when i was like also I wasn't jake cole was rocking the coolest windbreaker jacket and they need to bring those back for, like just like a, for like a month release oh yeah and rewind did you see under armor remade steph curry that was oh, yeah, sick. Windbreaker from when he was chilling with his dad they didn't, um, they didn't I don't like, think I'd look good in that, but I was like, that looks sick. Yeah, they, no. they would, I think a lot, if they were to bring back those 90s windbreakers, I think they'd get a lot of people buying them. Well, the windbreaker thing is just, yeah, windbreakers are cool. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm yeah I've been trying to find one. Um, But yeah, so with the North Carolina thing, I had a, I, I mean, I had a general idea that it was going to be somebody from there. The, the mm-hmm. two that I had were J. Cole being the most famous and then uh, De Niro Farrar, who not a lot of, a lot of people know about. Um, a lot of like Twitter of my generation was like Petey Pablo. No, no they no. wanted Petey Pablo. That would have been a good one. I don't know who else was from. What else? Who else is from North Carolina that could have made an appearance there? That would have Cam Newton. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like performers, Cam fashion trend. Yeah. Okay. So also, also, catwalk. also, it was badass Jay Cole in the dun- uh, dunk contest trying to throw one down. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, he would have brought the house down if he hit it. All right. Um. No, yeah, because he missed. Somebody put that on Twitter where they're just like, "This is a summation of Cole's career," and it was a pic- and it was a video of the missed dunk. And I'm like, "No, that's I think just he's a the summation. Best right now. That's a summation of how he's been treated on Twitter." But that's yeah. just for another day. Um, I think he's the best right now. Very lyrical, and his beats is very well. Mm-hmm. well it's also made. one of the yeah. few rappers you, nowadays you can understand what the hell they're saying. That is yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> it flows really smooth. <laughs> and it's like, no, Little Pump might have been walking around saying "FJ Cole" because he thought it was funny, but it's just like, I mean, realistically, it's like nobody can really compete with that. I mean, there's certain people that can compete with him, but the nobody, great majority but, cannot but compete nobody, with his lyricism. Yeah, that and then nobody competes with his uh, Four Hill Drives album. Yeah. I think that nobody even. It was a very t- well put together album. That, yeah, that was. That's one of my favorites all, all right. time. Let's move on. Um, I'm not exactly sure what tournament it was. I meant to rep- I meant to bring this to the table. <laughs> I'm sorry. I meant to bring this to the table <laughs> last week as we're watching some golf highlights now. Did you guys hear about Matt Kuchar? Mm-hmm. And what was it, a year ago that he won a tournament in Mexico? He he had a backup cat. So, Flan, here you go. And, and people that have not heard this story, you could listen to. Um, I mean, I encourage it, actually. Uh, so, Matt Kuchar goes down to Mexico, and his normal caddy that he that normally caddies for him um, thus normal caddy is not there. So he has to go find a replacement caddy. 
and your normal caddy usually gets about, there's an agreement on tour where it says you'll get 10% of the winnings. If you win, it can be anywhere from 15 to 20%. So I guess Kuchar went and made an agreement beforehand with this, this caddy saying, I'll give you five grand to carry my bags. Or uh, three grand, three grand, excuse me. And then when Kuchar won, he tossed him an extra two grand. And so he gave the kid five grand. And I guess for a year, this dude sat on it and finally came out and was like, hey, that's messed up. He won $1.3 million in that tournament. Why is he only giving me five grand? And I'm pretty split on it because at first I'm like, well, you guys made a prior agreement that is five grand. And then Kuchar went to go give him 20 grand after the guy spoke up and said something to bring it up to 25 grand. And he still stuffed his, or, you know, turned his nose up at it. And it's just like, whoa. Like at that point, I definitely would have taken the money. But Kuchar's still a little bit of stingy, you know. Because um, 10% would have been 130000 And for a replacement caddy, that's really nice. I And if I were him, you know, I would have just chilled. I would have said, give me 5%. Give me half of the normal rate right. that you give to your caddy. That would have been even, so giving him sixty-five, seventy thousand dollars to caddy for your tournament. That would have been, I think, that would have been the right move to make. Given even though you already had the prior agreement, you you obviously when you made that agreement with him, if, if you're Matt Kuchar, you didn't think you were winning that tournament. <laughs> if you said, I'll give you three grand, because you're probably you're probably basing it off the minimum what ten that you get for entering or that you get for just finishing the tournament if you make the cut. Like that was that's what drove me crazy. I don't know. What do you guys think about it? Uh, not educated enough. Thank you, Flynn. Mateo. Yeah. So was the ten? So you said the ten percent. Is that what the standard? Is that what? I would love to know some of the like standard caddy. caddy I, so I've, it is 10% I've had to do a little bit of homework on this, but standard caddy rate is ten percent, and then it goes fifteen to twenty, depending on the relationship between the caddy and the pro. Um, you know, for uh, if you win. Yeah. So keep it at seven percent. Make it go away. Yeah, and you're under market value. Easy. That's all you should have done. But he's just stingy, and now it's it. coming back in your Twitter feed, probably. From golf etiquette, Twitter is probably pretty sophisticatedly brutal. Like I can imagine a lot of very witty puns in your direction, and you could have just made this go away if you weren't stingy. God damn it! Why is his name Matt too? Makes <laughs> us look bad. Does he spell it with two T's? Yes. Okay, good. Uh, okay, at least he's got that going for him. I was gonna say. I mean, it's not that it makes Matt look bad. It just makes no. Him, it makes us look bad. It just makes him. So look did Matt Latta. I mean, he he spelled it with one T. What an asshole. How are you gonna <laughs> pronounce? Are you gonna pronounce his last name? Is it is it Latos or Latos? Latos. It's Latos. I was gonna be a whole oh, man. Fuck I that have, guy. <laughs> I have so much fun with Mateo's pronunciation Latos. on this show. Oh, Titans. Say Titans. Titans. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Cap space. So <laughs> your favorite. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so yeah, that'll the Matt Kuchar talk is just. I think that's. Re- I mean, I get it that you made a prior agreement, but you could have easily. This thing could have not blown up in a situation. Not that it's hush money. Um, cause we'll get to that in a second, but it would have just been nice to, you know, give him a gesture. Like clearly if you agreed on three grand, you didn't think you would win. It's a surprise to you. It's a surprise to him. You know, count as a, can you count that as a tax write off on a job expense? I don't know. It'd be something, if you could have, then there's no reason why you shouldn't have. Of course, who am I to say to tell another man what to do with his money? So I could put my foot in my mouth and I probably will, but I'm just saying, oh, man, ooh. 70 grand would have been. Seventy grand would have been, you know, there. I'm sure no, the NFL, different kind I'm of sure foot that the you're NFL thinking. Liked, I'm sure NFL liked what he did. Yeah, right. NFL. <laughs> All right, we'll get to that in a second here. Uh, I just want to go over. Did you guys watch any of the Alliance of American Football this week? No. Did not, not neither watch. did I. Uh, I'm going to report on the scores anyway. Orlando Apollos defeated the San Antonio Commanders 37-29. I saw that on the TV today. It looked like it was an interesting game, but I was in full cleaning mode. Spring cleaning came early in my house. So I didn't, I, I mean, it was on, but I didn't really think about it. I was just trying to get done before the All-Star game come on, or came on. And then um, 
the San Diego Fleet defeated the Atlanta Legends 24-12. So the four teams that are in this league, and it, keep in mind, it's a four-team league. It's going 10 weeks plus playoffs. Woo. You have the Orlando Apollos at 2-0, the San Antonio Commanders and San Diego Fleet at 1-1, and the Atlanta Legends at 0-2. Wow, Atlanta's in a hole. A very legendary start for the Legends. Yeah, I hope I hope they can um, get their defense going. Did you put any money on those games, Jeff? Did not. No, uh, you didn't parlay anything. Not on those. Not no, on the Alliance. No MVP futures for I this. I don't. I don't watch the Alliance. So I mean, like, I tried. The Alliance. I, I watched it week one. I missed it week two. We'll see what happens in week three. But I haven't watched it enough for me to even put down any wagers in good faith. Tonight was the wrong night for that for those games to be on. There's no way I was gonna flip over. Oh or two yeah, not whatsoever. What yeah. Should have stacked them yesterday and just gone four games yesterday just because. Um, see if you could try and pull away from the uh, the All Star Weekend festivities. But between the the fight night that was on tonight and the uh, the All Star game, there's no way I was watching some Alliance. Okay, last up on the talking points we have Colin Kaepernick, and uh, if you guys ask me, this settlement that was reached by the NFL sounds a whole lot like some uh, hush 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 money. Am I wrong? I think what's worse is the that the, the thing about the, the AAF asked it, told him to ask if he wanted to play, and he said he wants twenty million dollars from them. I don't know. His camp quickly shot that down. Who did his camp? Oh really? I, and a lot of re- writers too within the NFL were like, oh, I didn't hear that. There is a lot of people that were even if he did it. request the twenty million dollars. What Colin Kaepernick at this point? You either. You either uh, hate him and what he stands for, or you're on his side. There is no just tolerating cap, right? Like you either you're either yes or no. It's that he's become that divisive in what he represents and or, or what's been misinterpreted from what he represents. I should say. Um, so if you're the alliance, it makes sense. If you're trying to sustain ratings, sign him. Try and bring him on board, and you pay him. You don't maybe pay him twenty million dollars, but you pay him like I don't know, maybe seven, eight, because he's well, gonna bring the I views. Think, well, I think if, if the twenty million is true, that it mean I think. It could be a fact of why he isn't in the leagues. He's asking for such a ridiculous amount of money. Well, think about all the people that have boycotted the NFL because of, oh, I mean, what they did to Cap and then what Cap did, you know, so they're, they're very upset with it. Now think about all those people that would come back to watching football and they're watching the Alliance. They're not watching the NFL. They're watching your product. Well, and they're only invested in your product because you brought Cap on. Like, that's good for the Alliance. He also, I mean, and he... At some point, he has to. Took, I mean, I don't know if it's just the way the world we live in today, but he knew when he started taking that knee, he's gonna get a lot more media attention around him. And we all saw it with Tebow when Tebow got that whole media hype. Nobody wanted to sign him or didn't give him a chance because just how much media is gonna be around for a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Cap for the media. I mean, if they look at the media side of it, nobody wants to have a circus for a backup quarterback. For a back, and it makes sense. Um, <coughs> excuse me. He was getting outperformed. He was coming off of two injuries. I mean, two Blake, surgeries. What, was, what was the what was the what was the dude's name? Well, Gabbard, Blaine Gabbard. beat him out, but he was coming off a very serious injury where he was off. He lost weight too. Gabbard or Cap? Uh, Gabbard. Gabbard oh, okay. beat also, Cap. Also, was the guy. wasn't Cap coming remember, off of also, his shoulders? He was coming off a very serious, also, and he was down, uh, I think, fifteen to twenty pounds. Also, remember, everyone was saying before that year that Chip Kelly's offense fits Cap perfectly, right? Mm-hmm. Same same quarterback. I mean, or offensive coordinator, everything. He threw for six yards against the Chicago Bears, who at the time were in the dweller of the NFC. He had one bad game, but he, he threw six. I mean, he had a couple bad games, but he threw 16 touchdowns to four interceptions. He had the high, I want to okay, say it was okay, the first highest. Of all, first of all, if you, you, the thing with Cab, I get so annoying people brought up that stat. If, if he does, like, a lot of quarterbacks can't run. He can run. If he if, the, if there's nobody at 30, he can just run in there. But what was the tap? Look how much of that team is gone, though. 
he played with a lot of guys that aren't on NFL rosters anymore. Quinton Patton's in the AAF. Going, going into that year, he had he had That's Carlos Hyde. Recognize that name from. Thank you. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> he had Carlos, ding 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 ding. He had, he had Carlos Hyde, Torrey Smith, Reggie Bush. I mean, going into that year, he had Reggie, see, he had some Reggie Bush. Had, but everybody's pointing to the names of the guys, but they weren't the talent that they were at that time. There's a reason they had I just, two I wins. Think, I think shell of I think there yes. is a point to be made that he wasn't very good. Yeah, well, a big part of his system was with with Harbaugh and, I how, don't, and how much he relied on the defense and Frank Gore's. I don't disagree back. with with some of that, but also look at the guys that we're bringing in and we're paying money to be quarterbacks. Sam Bradford hasn't had even close to a career that Kaepernick. Oh well, yeah, okay, I, I, agree, I agree with that. But yeah. people try to touch, pile on the Niners for not not even like giving him another no, shot. No, and that and that's I agree with you there. People start making this comparison with Gat with the uh, with Cap and Garoppolo. I just get so frustrated with that. Group. I got I got one name. One name, all I have to Nathan drop. Peterman. I was gonna say, yeah. you just have to drop. One, Bills, you just have to drop one. the Peterman, and that equivalent or that that translates to collusion. No, I completely agree with Mateos. I completely agree with Mateos saying that there's other quarterbacks in the league that that are, should be that should be below Kaepernick. I completely agree with that. But I think when people start making this, say so people because after Garoppolo's little got his ex, his contract and stuff, people are trying to point out how. Kaepernick and Garoppolo have the almost the most ident- the yeah, ident- identical s- stats. Like, well, first of all, if Cap if there's there's nobody to throw to for Cap, he has a choice to run it. Whereas Garoppolo doesn't really have that choice, so it's kind of either throw it away or try to force something. Well, and and I think like uh, Garoppolo's yards yards per attempt was better. His oh, third yeah. down percentage was better from using those those samples. I think it was misguided for where they were trying to go. But they did it with a lot of quarterbacks to try to compare. They've brought in a lot of quarterbacks to try and try and fix the situation. There's been a lot of quarterbacks that have floated through the league, and it's just like, oh, my. I mean, fact of the matter is, is I think he did well under Harbaugh's system. And, yes, you can be a system quarterback. You can be labeled as such. And I think Kaepernick, I agree with you, Flan, that he was – a product of a very well run, well plot out or thought out scheme that Harbaugh was running, but I also think it's the same thing with Russell Wilson with the coming, defense and running game. Coming back, <laughs> that's interesting. That's a, that's an interesting take. Hot it's takes. true. Okay, I haven't thought about that, but we can debate that when the NFL prep start. The NFL prep show starts. Basically, glorify Mark Sanchez. Um, <laughs> okay. So, but what I'm getting at is, I think people are upset that Cap didn't necessarily get the fair shake when he was coming back from injury with Chip Kelly. And then I could understand what also upset people, and you've said this before, is he may have seen the writing on the wall and decided, I can still get some publicity. I can still make a name oh, for I don't, myself. I, I don't think that. I think it's just – I think he, he knew I'm not. I'm not accusing him of it. I'm saying it could I be know, a variable. But I, I don't think he did. I don't think he did it because he wanted publicity. I think he, want, he, he truly wanted to do it for a specific reason. But I think he also has to look that he knew a consequence could come of mm-hmm. what he was doing. And from a lot of the things, it sounds like it seems like he just doesn't believe that there shouldn't like. I mean, there's. I mean, I don't know. It's his just, argument from the start was very poorly drawn out, and his explanation. I understood what he was going after, but the way he articulate, I understood his reasoning for doing so, but his articulation of it for the very for the for the first part of it. For the first then, like six months, I, I mean, a lot of those people had no idea really what he was standing. And then the for. Move, well, I mean, I understood what he was doing, but that's what I'm saying. His articulation of it wasn't good. Wearing the police, I mean, the pig he made, socks. He's made some was, missteps through it. The, yeah, pig awful. socks. The, the Che Guevara shirt was another one yeah, that was just like, especially what are you in Florida, in Miami. So tone yeah. deaf, bro. But I think like, for where he started and the way it's it's not just him; it's the way other people have taken it. He's he went up there and he's been clear about it when he he wasn't noticed till week two of the NFL preseason. Somebody noticed it in one of the photographs. She took she said hey Kaepernick like he did not bring attention to this yeah. until he was asked yeah, and when true. he was asked he did a really good job I feel of, of 
telling uh, well, what he where, wanted. That's and where then we it, disagree. Yeah, because I, well, I think he did a good job I, of pointing out what he liked. But I mean, what he was doing it for. But he didn't. He didn't. I mean, he pointed out the he cited examples, but he didn't do do a good enough job with his reasoning. I thought he did, and I I feel the other part is that Nate when Nate Boyer got involved too, and Nate Boyer said, "Hey, look, I didn't agree with him, but me and him sat down. We met up in San Diego." And you know what? I don't agree with what he's doing, but I can see what he's doing. That's that, that what bothered me. The that should have been blown up a little bit more. What bothered you about that? Oh, just how everyone was saying it was so dis- the kneeling was disrespectful. I said he went and t- he went and, and consoled the green or uh, what was it? A green Beret yeah. army ranger and on, was, on how and to that was approach pushed, it. And that was and that was pushed aside. What's the best way to do it? Right, because of this mm-hmm. own narrative of how it's so disrespectful. Because it's like nowhere else is taking a knee disrespectful. Not even in competition when somebody gets hurt. And it's just because it's something that's been drilled into us that we stand when we see the the flag. And it, I mean, it turned into people with, I mean, their their politics. Too. Yeah, people oh yeah, had it built became, in, yeah, they became a super had, political issue. So I mean, it, it it's just gone. I mean, if if we want to go back to where this is, uh, the two points I want to get in. The first one is him in the AAF. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that they they brand themselves as a developmental league. So. I get the publicity, but I don't know. Also, don't understand what the appeal of having a Kaepernick in that league would really do. That's true. I uh, I, I mean, agree with that. Yes. Yeah. And, and then so, your other point? I don't know. I lost the other point. Okay. There was something probably. I deep, was going to say I could yeah, see I, I, Cap- no, I could see the AAF leaking that because it's run by Bill Polian, who's an ex NFL guy, mm-hmm. and, or he helped create it. It's also by Heinz Ward. These are guys that are football diehards that I feel like would jump on a, a proverbial grenade for the league, you know, to, to save football in the game they love, the game that gave them so much, it taught them so much. And it's just, you get guys like that that have just become brainwashed, whether it's through the CTE or not, yes. uh, that are just so willing to, to fall on that sword for the NFL, much like Teddy Bruschi's ready to fall on a sword for the Patriots. It's just, it becomes real murky, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's a little PR that went into that, just, hey, how can we make him look bad? I want to end it with this, though, for you guys. Does Cap, with the undisclosed amount of money that will probably not be reported on, but has been speculated on anywhere from 50 to $70 million, does that speak hush money for collusion to you? Flan, yes or no? Uh, Probably does. It pro- it, it's, it's like the way, it's like, Mateo, go ahead, sorry. Oh well, no, I, I, yeah, it's, 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 it, it's, it's it, yeah, it comes off as hush money to you. I wait for the owners or for the the league, yeah, the owners the league. And the league. Yes, yeah. it, I mean they definitely colluded, and they, I mean, by doing this, they admit it, and they also paying him back his wages that he lost. To. I was gonna say, you know what it comes off as is like when you're in court, and I've only learned this from TV shows, um, in case you're listening, mom. But um, when you plead no contest, it's I'm not saying I'm guilty. I'm not saying I'm not guilty. I'm just saying I definitely can't fight this. So I think the NFL finally reached a boiling point or a breaking point where they're just like, let's just what's a number that'll get this guy to shut up and make this all go away. And I think that's what they finally got at. And it's a uh, it's it's settled. One more question you after that. One more question. Uh-huh. Do you, as of today, is Cap in the? Do you feel Cap will end up at the when we reach the end of this offseason? Is Cap back in the league? No. Yes or no, no. I think the no. owners look at that as he uh-huh. got a severance pay and he's done. Don't worry about it anymore. Just go to the That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, so both owner, of you think out. The owners are treating that as a. Oh, well, he's a, he's still gonna try to like. I mean, yeah. Do you think? But do you? Okay. Do you think there will not as, be another as NFL of team week that one? Will shot. he be on an NFL roster? No. No, he'll never be on an NFL. I think I, th- I think that I think we all knew. I think I mean I thought at least at the beginning of this year I didn't think the other is ever gonna be once on they one. filed that case. Once his team filed that case against the NFL, I thought for sure there was no way. And the fact that Eric Reed's still getting paid off this too, and he's on an NFL roster is amazing. But he's gonna have to deal with the target on I've, his back. Yeah. I mean, I I, I feel that. Compared to where we were a week ago, I feel that he's got a really good shot of being back on a roster. I think a team's going to take a chance. 
All right. Well, that will conclude the talking points. Thank you, gentlemen. We had a lot to catch up on. Now it is time, time. for Tim Brown's stat of the day. And our friend of the show, recurring guest, Tim Brown, is here for his stat of the day. It is now time for a brown bomb. Tim, hit us with your stat. <laughs> hit us with your stat of the day. Uh, I'm currently looking it up right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> very well. Very well prepared. Hey, you know what? It's been uh it's been a very quiet week for stats. I could hit you with like a couple really boring ones. Like there's four current major leaguers who are in the top 100 for WAR. And I was gonna see if anybody can name them. All four of them. Oh, Mike Trout. Mad bum. Mad bum. Mad bum. Mad bum. Playoff yeah, Mad bum. Yeah, Playoff yeah. Mad bum. <laughs> so wait, four players within the top 100 of WAR. Four pitchers. Yeah. Oh, four pitchers. No, four players. Four, four players. players. Oh, my okay. bad. Okay. That are currently. I'm sure one of these is going to be Bryce Harper to spite me. No, I can't see no. Bryce. Okay. Yeah, Trout and Kershaw. Trout. Or is Kershaw too hurt? No, he's not in the top 100. Wow. Tim, I signed up for you to Trout. give me these facts, not for me to guess them myself. I Hit me like with the four. I feel like we're killing time right Mike now. Mike Trout, Miguel Cabrera, Robinson Cano, and Albert Pujols. Oh. oh, wow, Cano. I guess playing the position, he probably, probably crushes at that. But wow. Wow. Okay, that was a good one. That yeah. was a good brown bomb. Do you have another one that you want to come with, or Whoa. is that it? <laughs> Whoa. Nice. Whoa. I was going to talk about Francis Ngannou. Uh, he has three losses in his career. Whoa. And all three of them were by decision. Oh. Out or tapped or anything in his professional MMA career. So if I'm in Francis Ngannou's corner the entire fight, I'm just saying, don't let this go to the judges. Don't let it go. Like if you're going to lose, just lose. Just. You're going to lose anyway if it goes to the judges. Do not go to the judges. Do not get freaked out. Yeah. It's okay. Um, okay, so real quick before we talk about that UFC fight night, I want to bang a – or I want to beat <laughs> – <laughs> Bang. Oh, okay, sorry. Bang the I drum all day. I want to beat the same drum. Let me, let me I don't want to work. I just want to bang <laughs> on the smug all day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm going to bang the same drum over and over again. Uh, yeah, so it. it's uh, it, seems, it seems yeah. like Bryce Harper is headed to the Phillies. Can you give us a little bit more insight as Boo. to – have you heard about any talk about that or what? What's going on? Uh from what I've heard, it's trending that way, but I know that I've read another report that says that the Padres have also made him a very large offer, and the Padres' offer for Machado came out today, too, and that was uh, eight-year, $245 million with a lot of that money being deferred. Mm. Please, somebody take our money. Please. Well, if you have to commit to over 10 years' worth of – What, do you, years what, is worth it, what of does somebody. it mean that it's deferred, Tim? Deferred to the second half of his, oh, okay. or the so later it's, half. It's a, it's a back end yeah. contract, a backloaded yeah. contract. Okay. So I was wrong about that one. I got the years right, I think, but uh, I don't think I got. I'm I think I said seven for two ninety five or eight for two ninety five. I think it was you said eight. Eight two ninety five. Yes, you did, sir. So very close. Yeah. It was good. Uh, I got some skills, I guess. Thank you. Some Thank skills you. with a Z. <laughs> Um, Flynn is excited tonight, and this is just wonderful for the show. Yeah, very excited. This is what the show needs. You're welcome. <laughs> just a little bit more. Need engaged. me to carry, like always. No, you just need. I just need to. Do you have another? Do you have another brown bomb in you? <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. I wish. <laughs> Love letting them off in here. Um, okay. Did he take some C4 before the show today? <laughs> oh, dude, that's, that's unreal. He doesn't do the pre-workout. I asked him. No, I, was I like, do it. I oh, do. I do uh, Nitroflex. Oh. 300 milligrams of caffeine. Okay. Oh. 
I use good old fashioned coffee for my pre workout. I was gonna say, Flan's probably Flan's walking around the gym pre-work- like macho God, man. Pre workout freaks. Uh, Any more questions? Oh, no I, more I, questions. I am just wired. I don't remember <laughs> you. I, I'm trying. I'm like, I'll pound it before I go into my car. I'm, I'm driving to the gym in my car. I start feeling my just start body. Cutting. Just start just. I tweaking. am. I am the caffeine. So like, if I feel myself like getting tired behind the wheel or something like that, I just yell. I just. I just will. Uh, you really just randomly. Yell? I will just. If you pull up next to me in traffic, I'm listening to a podcast, but I'm yelling at the top of my lungs. Okay. Yeah. Just well in intermittent, you know, it's not just all one note because then that would that would hurt. But I yeah. thought you just get up to like lights and you're like just. I'm sorry. Like, Can I bring up something? John Butcher right now is wearing a suit and slacks, but then wearing Jordan. I hate that. It look. looks like it's a velvet suit jacket, but anyway. I hate people wear basketball shoes with a suit. I hate that. Tim, it is what I think that's a great staple. It's a basketball shoes with a suit. Tim, yes or no? It doesn't matter to me. Thank oh, you. I was gonna say, I'll cash in. I'll wear that. I'll wear basketball shoes with a suit Fuck any day. No. You gotta show off the sneakers. Fuck. That's anybody, a five. Two dollars. Anybody but Bob Crowd. Two three dollars. Anybody no. but Bob Crowd. Four dollars. I guess my response to that is, if you're a big name like, what did you say it was Butcher Grass? Yeah, Bucci. Bucci Man. Bucci should be freaking. He should be sponsored by like Men's Warehouse or something. He should be getting paid to wear their clothes. So he's failing right now. Yes, yeah, right. yes, okay. yes. I would sign up. Van, Hus- Van Husen, hit your boy up. Hit your boy up. I don't up, care Van who Husen. it is. I don't care if it's Haynes. I don't care if it's, I don't know. J.C. Penny. Steve Madden. J.C. Penny. Alfani from J.C. or from Men's Macy's. Excel, Macy's. You know, probably small, but <laughs> you Joseph be A. Bank. Paid, so Destination XL. <laughs> <laughs> Just wearing jackets, suit jackets that are four <laughs> sizes too big. You look like an NBA All Star from like on 1999. Sale this year. Yeah, all the buttons. <laughs> All right, Tim. So CC Sabathia went on record and said that this is it. This is the farewell tour. How will you remember CC Sabathia? How will I personally remember him? You? How will you personally remember him? And then how do you think uh, the rest of Major League Baseball will remember him? I will remember him as the spokesperson for Toyota Vallejo. Okay. Yeah. My man. Hometown <laughs> right there. And then how will the rest? The how will the rest of the league remember CC? I don't think that he's a Hall of Fame pitcher. Ooh, hot takes. Um, right now, I don't think he is. He's one of the better pitchers of our generation that we've seen. Him, I can't remember. Who was the other lefty who was there in Cleveland at the beginning with him? Come on, Mateo. I know oh, you know. Oh, God. This is a good one. So the Cleveland lefty. No, not ringing a bell. With, with CC? Yeah, with CC. Hmm. It was like their one-two punch. He ended up getting traded to the Phillies and had a decent second or later part of his career with them. I'm not asking you for like I'm not trying to quiz you. I just can't remember. No, I know name. I can't remember who it is either because they. You know what I'm talking qu- about though? Yeah, Cliff it was. Lee. Uh, yeah, okay, Cliff, Cliff Lee. Wow. So he, wa- he won. Oh yeah, the yeah. guy that choked against the Giants and when he was on the Rangers. <laughs> did yeah, Cl- that guy. Did yeah. Cliff Lee end up on the Dodgers? That guy. <laughs> Cliff Lee, I. Did you get him for it a little? It sounds like he did, but I can't remember. If he did, it was not very <laughs> impressive. So, so he's a six-time All-Star, won the 09 World Series, won a Cy Young, and he's going to finish. Well, as of right now, his career numbers are 340 or 3,470 innings pitched, and he's uh, 14 strikeouts shy of 3,000. Oh, well, then I stand corrected. <laughs> so you think he is a Hall he, of Famer? He will, be, he will be a Hall of Famer if yeah. he reaches that 3,000 mark. What's his win-loss? Uh... He is at 246 and 153 with a 3.7 ERA. Yeah, he might at 250 and with all those Ks. Yeah. 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 I'm a big ERA guy. I don't like the ERA. 372? 3.7? Yeah, 372. Oh, oh, I'm looking at his fifth. 3.7 was his his career ERA. 
3.07 or 3. No, 3.7. Oh, so 3.70. Yeah, like a GPA. <laughs> I don't know whose GPA that was. <laughs> not, not, yeah, not yours. Not mine. Uh, yeah, so he finishes change, change that three to a one, and then you. Get <laughs> so he finishes overall. Right now, he's finishing. If he if he was to retire right now, obviously we have the one more season to go. Uh, six seventeen win win percentage, and I'm trying to think. He's got thirty eight complete games. Like I said, the three uh, the the innings. And All right. Well, then, then I was wrong. He'll be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, just short. Uh, what else has he got? What else is so, another impressive stat for him? I don't know. Yo, you were up on the war. He finishes with a career 62.7 wins above replacement. I wonder where that puts him on yeah, the, no, now that the all-time pitchers list. Let's see that. Let's see. So, all right. So, yeah, sure, surefire Hall, Hall of Famer for uh, CC Sabathia. Yeah, he'll make it. I'm almost wondering now, hearing those numbers, if he's just chasing the 250 and the 3,000. That's why he's playing this year. Is he a compiler? That's what you're saying. Is he's a compiler? <laughs> Is he? I mean, Beltre should have done the same thing, in my opinion. Well, he's only four wins away, so I think he can get it. I think if CC can pull out four strong starts where he can get the dub and maybe put up, like, what? I mean, at that rate, he'd only have to put up uh, th- four strikeouts for each game. Four strikeouts and maybe, you know, five strong enough innings to where he gets some run support and he can get the 250 and the 3,000. Yeah, I think, well, that's my point, is it? Adrian Beltre, I want to say, was like 26 home runs away from 500 and. I want to say only not very many hits away from three thousand. But was so. he gonna get the? Was he gonna hit twenty six again in another year? Or you know, was he? I think so. He ended up with twenty seven last year, I believe. Mm, okay, fair enough. All right, uh, switching gears here. Let's talk about the UFC fight night that just happened. And uh, Mateo and I were struggling for a way to. Well, actually, let's talk about some of the fights on the card first. Before, unless you want to jump right into the main event. What did, What did you see? What were your takeaways from the, uh, the fight night? All together? Yes. Like all of them? Yes. <laughs> if, you have ben, if you have Benson Henderson in your corner, you're going to lose. Okay. Because um, that happened twice. Nate Diaz is having a very good influence on uh, Cron Gracie mm-hmm. due to his post-fight interview. That was a good um, one, yeah. And that he's in his corner, too, naturally, but that was pretty funny. Uh, the second fight, I can't remember the – guy's name Vic and uh, I don't even want to try oh, to say James it. Vic and Paul Feldler. Felder. Feld, yeah, that was a good one. That was yeah. a good fight. And then my favorite one is my new favorite fighter just based off of his call name, uh, Touchy Feely. That was a pretty intriguing fight. It's funny <laughs> how neither one of them really went after each other and he was just technical and just... Was that on the main card? Was that the first fight on the main card? I think that's the last fight on the prelim. Okay, because I because I was watching the All Star game at that, or you know, I was on TNT at that point. I hadn't switched over to ESPN. Um, yeah. I guess the Vicente uh, Luke Luque and the Brian Barberena fight was really good. I had missed that one. I tuned in. Oh my goodness, that was a freaking. I tuned in right at the uh, the chick fight, the Courtney Casey versus the Cynthia Calvillo. I missed Caceres and Cron Gracie. I saw um, I saw the submission on the highlights, but uh, let's talk yeah. about Ngannou and Cain Velasquez. So. Kane's knee buckled, and uh, that did not look good. And then it was over from that point out. Right, and I think that's where, because when you watch the fight and you don't see the knee buckle, you think, oh, that referee kind of stopped a little early. He was somewhat defending himself. He, he went down like a newborn deer. Yeah, well, when you re- when you watch the highlight and you see that knee just go or the wrong wrong way to the ground, it's yeah, kind of disturbing. 
whichever newborn quadruped that you want to want to throw out there that's just learning how to walk. That's what Cain Velasquez's legs look like. They just went whoop, just out. I, I feel like you would I could liken it to probably you during your growth spurt, Jeff. Oh, okay. I feel like you're really similar. You probably had a really goofy gait. <laughs> just gangly. Am I, am I right yeah. about this? Was he just gangly and just couldn't really balance very well? Uh, I was in the same position as he was. Yeah, back I was going to say, he can't, he can't really <laughs> cast stones because like, we, were, we were short and portly in high school and then you know took off for freshman year of college and came back and then it was just like both had growth spurts and, and that was, uh, yeah. But I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I know the kids that were awkward and they looked and they were they'd go to run and instead of their legs going forward, their legs would kind of it'd be like a what do you call it? like an hourglass shape the the way that their legs would rotate. They'd come in and then it'd kind of veer outward and then it'd come in and it'd veer outward back there too. And they were just trying to get their legs underneath them. But um, it's like they're trying to tread water, but yeah. well, as they were running, <laughs> yeah, in on ground. Um, okay, so we were struggling. Mateo and I were struggling with a way to describe Cain Velasquez to Flan as he was walking out. Um, Cain Velasquez, UFC legend? Yes? Yes. Okay. Uh, only 15 fights in the UFC, and I can't remember the last time that he did fight, to be completely honest. He didn't look like he was in the best... 2017, 2016? Yeah, it was UFC 200. He didn't, he didn't look like he was in the best of shape either. Brown bomb. Had some titties there. I mean, that's... You look back... Uh, that was like. That was Woj at the trade deadline. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> what were you, what were you, oh, say, what were you saying, Tim? Sorry. <laughs> I heard a brown one. No, okay, but you were you were talking about you were talking about the uh, the card. He's never time. he's never looked very fit. He's always been kind of that chunkier body type. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think I don't know if I'd rank him as the overall best of all time heavyweight in UFC history, but he's up there. He's top ten probably. I was gonna say I recognize him off his name alone. I can't really point to a definitive like great Kane fight where I was just like, oh boy, like that was that was dope. Uh, for a while, I almost confused him with Tito Ortiz, and I was just like, isn't that the one that everybody hated? But no, it was uh, Tito. I miss misappropriated that. What does this do uh, for? I'm assuming that you haven't watched very many of Kane Velasquez fights. That if you're saying you can't point to one to remember him by, I don't. Is that's it the one saying. that he demolished Lesnar. Yeah, he demolished, yeah, he demolished Lesnar, Lesnar for the title. He absolutely just mm-hmm. dismounted him. Uh, him and Junior Dos Santos had three or four, I think it was three, just great fights. They were the ones that kicked off. Uh, I was trying to remember this earlier. They kicked off a uh, UFC on Fox, right? Yes, I think they. Yes, yes I was yes. gonna say there's That's, certain. Uh, I don't so, really I mean, remember. That makes him the, he was the horse at the time. I don't. I don't necessarily remember fights. I just remember moments of fights, right? So like when uh, I remember Sarah, when Matt Sarah finally became champion, and that was uh, the ref stoppage and just his reaction after he, he realized that he was winning. Also, uh, another one that was good was uh, GSP and Hughes. That was the one where Hughes was. No, 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 that wasn't GSP. Um, Hughes was. Damn, what was that guy's name? Where he picks him up and carries him across, half, or all the way across the octagon and drops him. Um, yeah. Fuck, I forgot. To, I forget that guy's name. But After uh, he's getting choked out by him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I remember. I remember stuff like that, like Forrest Griffin and Anderson Silva back when they had sponsorships on the shorts. Like those are some good, good fights. But like, I can't. Yeah, I, I didn't watch a ton of Kane. So it, for me, I still like I, I couldn't just look at Flan and just be like, well, he's a legend, you know, and not have any. Any backup, but does that do it some justice for you there, Flan? Do you have a better idea of who Cain Velasquez oh, is? Oh, unbelievably. Thank you for the sarcasm. All right. He might have the longest title run as UFC heavyweight. Now that I think about it. Well, what about Steve Bay's run? Steve Bay Miocic? Yeah. The whole two or three fights that he had it for? 
Uh, well, I, I don't know. I thought I. Uh, he didn't have for that long, Jeff. Okay, and maybe I'm thinking about. Do your research about, and get back to me. My bad. I'm thinking <laughs> about. Okay, well then I'm thinking about Stipe's rise to the top then because Stipe oh, was. Oh, he was phenomenal. Yes, he was very unstoppable on his way up, and then uh, yes, okay, my bad. Um, Same with Francis Ngannou. Well, Same thing. <laughs> transition here, Francis Ngannou. I was telling these guys that the last time we saw Ngannou, well, the last time that anybody really remembers seeing Ngannou was that terrible fight against Derek Lewis. He had, uh, then he bounced back with the, um, oh, shoot, who did he win? I'm totally Curtis Blades. Yes. Uh, what is next for Francis Ngannou? Derek Lewis again. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I don't think the UFC could put either one of those guys in a championship fight right now. Uh, Lewis got his shot, and I think they need to fight each other for whoever's going to contend against Miokic for the number one spot in the heavyweight division. I agree with that, actually. I don't see a problem with that. I Definitely, you can't make it a title shot with these guys because the last fight was so disappointing, and I'm, there's going to be some skepticism because the last fight was, in fact, so disappointing. But if even if we just saw one more punch that was thrown than the last fight, I would deem that a success, you know? What was it? It was 37 strikes, I think, maybe tops? I think it was overall, and yeah. it, was, it was just... You could tell that neither one of them wanted to get knocked out, and I think that's what a lot of the worst fights in UFC history have been. It's two guys just going out there like, all right, I don't want to be knocked out, so we're just going to play a little game of feints and I, I feints. I, I don't want to be this guy's number one highlight reel that gets played out all the time, you know, so that right. makes sense. But, I mean, if you're if you're going against Ngannou, you're not his number one knockout, so mm-hmm. he, that's been under his belt. Yeah. All right. Uh, if, if you don't know what I'm referring to, look up his fight against Alistair Overeem. <laughs> No, it was a great knockout. I do remember that one. I don't remember the fight. I remember the knockout. <laughs> well, he looked like he got decapitated. <laughs> All right, Tim. Uh, thank you for joining us this week. We will see you on Wednesday. Do you have any parting shots that you want to send out? Uh, I'm surprised that you didn't want to talk more about Votto having Harper and Machado's back. But that's okay. I'm sure, I didn't, I didn't sure that snuck under your radar. I didn't even hear about it. Yeah, so give us that nutshell in about 15 seconds. Joey Votto tweeted out that he stands with um, Harper and Machado on their free agency stance and getting the money that they want. Boom! Man, you've been really quiet about this. Wainwright and I can't remember who else said that there's going to be a potential strike, player strike, if the free agent market doesn't pick up. There's been a lot of that's the ag- it's the agent's fault, and it's because I know. Okay, so part of this is because it is baseball's off season, and I'm just like, well, there's, fo- I mean, there's there's you know sec- <laughs> second grade football, there's basketball, there's fighting going on, there's hockey. It's just I'm not really paying attention to the baseball off season. Once those first two, those big two chips fall, everything else will fall into place. It's just they need to get Harper and Machado signed because nobody else is going to move or, until that until that gets done. You know. I mean. Yeah. So blame the agents. My stock that, that, signed today, so. Yep, yep, he did. We're going to talk about that later. Thank you for the foreshadowing there. That's, that's the real big name to sign. Um, but other than that, yeah, I don't see very much else that's going to be going on, you know, until those other two guys sign. We're just kind of deadlocked here with the, with the league. They, they'll sign by the end of this week. You think so? Yeah. Round bomb. Bold prediction. Hot takes. All right. Well, I'll bet you a chocolate milkshake that I owe you that they signed by Wednesday. Okay. I, I, God, I'm, I hope Harper tomorrow. Please, Harper tomorrow, just end this. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Tim. We will talk to you again on Wednesday. Hopefully, these guys will have landed in a place, and, and we won't have to keep, you know, beating this drum. Beat the drum slowly. Beat it drum. Yeah, <laughs> beat the drum slowly and at a nice steady pace. 
That's, right. that's a baseball movie. All right, Tim. <laughs> Thank you. We'll talk to you next time. Brown out. You guys have a wonderful evening. All right. Say bye All to right. Tim. Brown out. Bye, Tim. Peace, Brown. All right. Bye, Tim. Brown out. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner. Ultimately. <laughs> wow, winning. And there are losers. 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 Winners and losers for this episode. Yes! Of the podcast. I freaking love this episode. Uh, this segment or just the episode in general? It's episode. Okay. This is the goat of all episodes we've had. This is like keep, number 69 we got. Keep that in. No, episode 66. Ooh, oh, three away. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, yes, we will be approaching episode 69. Nice. Soon. Uh, sooner rather than later. All right. And you said you'll be here for that one? Oh, yeah. Make sure that'll be a Wednesday. I'll be here. At, I'll be here at crack of dawn okay. all day. <laughs> Just here the whole day. Just getting ready for episode sixty nine <laughs> live stream. A effort. All right, let's bring the maturity level back. Uh, actually, no, let's not. Let's keep it going because you know, forget that. Yeah, episode sixty nine. We could do a live stream all day. Mm, yeah. Flan's not down. Mm-hmm. I saw that. You saw that. You heard the hesitation <laughs> there. Okay, first up on the winners losers list. Uh, let's start slowly and build our momentum to the to the big hurrah here. The Genesis Open. I don't even know where they play that tournament. I'm going to be completely honest. But I, think it's it's so I don't even know what sport you're talking about JB right now. Holmes won the Genesis Open. That's golf for all you people that are oh, out there. Okay, cool. the, funniest thing, the funniest thing about that tournament is that they, they showed uh, Tiger highlights, and if you were watching those highlights, you'd think he's in the lead, and all of a sudden they was, oh, he's at even parts, like <laughs> tied for 30th. I'm like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> Sick. He's like 15 shots behind the leader, like barely making the cut. But yeah, they got every single good highlight of Tiger. But they uh, they're really hyping up the Masters coming back. They've kicked up those commercials on ESPN. It's it's coming back. It's crazy how. It, and I'm sorry, well, we're when, not going to do the, the, the Genesis. Ma- when the Masters is on TV, it's kind of like this. For me, it's like the signature. Actually, yeah, it's like the signature. That opening day is like the signature. Like okay, summer spring. summer spring yeah. is here. It's coming around. It should be coming around the mountain. Um. So, yeah, i got to be completely honest. Genesis Open, I didn't watch. I don't even know where the tournament's played. Congratulations to, to J.B. Holmes. Thank you. That's very vague. SoCal is a large area. Is it the well, it's not, it's it not like the Sega? south or the east coast. Okay. or so like it, the Philippines or something so like that. So the car, car sponsor? Yeah, or, or, is it, or is it the band Genesis or is it a Sega? Ge- who, I don't even know what sponsor. Or the Castro. That's a Speaking great. of 69 coming out. Okay, man. <laughs> Come on. You had to take it there? <laughs> not a homophobic podcast. <laughs> I'm bummed on episode 68. I'm going to miss... I'm looking up where the Genesis Open is played right now. Probably the rapper 6 9 a lot of his music on that show, right? Pacific Palisades, California at the Riviera, uh, Riv- oh, Riviera the Country South, Club. South Bay. South Bay. Oh. Yeah. Very nice. There you go. Um, it was originally known as the Los Angeles Open. Other previous names include the Northern Trust Open. Yes, it is after the Genesis, the, the, the Hyundai car. I guess Genesis has its own line on, on Hyundai because I've yeah. seen the logo before. It's a little different there. I don't know. Don't drive them. You're Mr. Hyundai. You should know. What? You should know if it's the Genesis is like its own like Hyundai's like specialty like you know luxury sedan where they're just like hey, probably you get this because then you get the Elantra and the Sonata. They're kind of like yeah. I was not a sport. It's the most luxurious Ooh. car they got. So you so. got a six speed. Uh, I got the sport. Is that uh, manual? Option. No, it's not manual. Oh, okay. That's what I was thinking. Is you'd have the the stick shift because I can sport. put I can put the car in eco drive. I can put it in sport. Oh boy! And you got paddle shifters. No. Oh, but you can go eco or sport. Paddle, what the hell are paddle shifters? Paddle shifters are the little things that are on the side of the oh, steering wheel no, that you that. can shift up into gear. And, and yeah. most newer cars now, if you want to drive a manual, they they come with a paddle yeah. shifter because they're not giving you an actual car. At least electric cars that are going to be like that that you want, you can use paddle that shifters. That is something I should probably learn is how to drive stick. Yeah. 
I mean, it's going to become slowly um, irrelevant here soon, you know. But, but I mean, most cars, like if you're going to Europe, most cars in Europe all, are all sticks. sticks. Yeah, and it's actually cheaper in America to get a manual transmission than an automatic transmission. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. It's also cheaper to get a two-door car compared to a four-door car. So there you go. Fun little tidbit there. Car facts of the day. All right. Let's bring it back. Um, Sorry, so Golf. Genesis Open happened. But, yeah, it's amazing how ESPN hypes up their two days of the, of the Masters coverage. And it's the yeah, first it, two. It, it's it, the first two rounds. NBC like is good Saturday, Sunday. CBS, big dog. CBS. Yeah, don't get that one wrong. Um, when did didn't NBC used to do it though? No, I don't remember that. Has always been CBS. CBS has always had the final two rounds uh, of the Masters. I thought, ESPN's, I thought I, for the longest I thought time. Nance I remember. is the guy that does it, yeah, right? Yeah. We get the yeah. Nance and Faraday. I still just Tony get Romo so, probably. I get so annoyed when they just start whispering during their oh, yeah. tele. I'm like, yeah, he's, he's approaching. He's on the. Uh, it's like, he's dude, a- you're in a booth on the other side of the court. No, 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 no. Those guys aren't. There's certain field reporters that walk. No, around but with I'm about like the Jim Nances. They're all oh, in a yeah, booth yeah. in yeah. in. see Tiger Woods here teeing off on the 15th box. At the U.S. Open in San Francisco, they literally it's in between there. Well, theirs was in between the seventh and like the eleventh. There's like a green. Like lawn area and their whole booth and everything set up is in there. So there's two guys talking as the as everything's going through. And then they probably have like what are the equivalent of sideline reporters that Mm -hmm. go around and follow certain golfers or they they hang out on certain holes more quieter. That I can understand them whispering more. It comes to Jim Nance and they're all whispering like, dude, just just talk. Yeah, right. That is (laughs) it. And and Tigers just played a masterful round today. I think it's something that we can all come to revel in. Is just speak up, damn it. All right. Not everybody needs to be the, the etiquette of. Could you imagine uh, if yes. they brought that? Just. And Tiger's got a 16 foot putt. It's going, going. He sunk it. Like, uh, like Gus Johnson doing golf. That would, that would, that would drive like golf eighth, like the, crazy. Or like the 18th hole of the of uh, the Masters is similar to what the 18th or the 9th hole of the. Uh, oh, in Arizona. In Arizona. Yeah, yeah, the waste management. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Ball it well, out. Well, that's what they should do with the TPC Sawgrass 17. Is just yeah. if you even landed on the green, you should just get out. Yeah. Gets like, yeah, everybody goes wild. Yeah, get Mike Goldberg to do golf. That would be a sweet hole. If I could ever get on the green on that hole, that would be a cool. <laughs> that would be a life achievement. I did it one time in Tiger Woods golf, PGA Tour golf. I did every time. All right, so we uh, good golf coverage to us. That was good for us. All right, uh, next up on the list on other stuff that we're not prepared to talk about, but we're gonna do it anyway. Uh, the Daytona 500 happened today. Oh, he's done. The Super Bowl of NASCAR racing. Uh, I don't know why they do it at the start of the season. That seems kind of Silly, but uh, Denny Hamlin won. Did you guys ever watch NASCAR growing up? I watched the 500. Oh, okay, yeah, at the end, I watched the, like I watched the last like five laps. Picture oh, I didn't even, yeah, picture oh, yeah. of my father right yeah, there. Do, it's his do, Richard do, Petty experience. Does, in your, Las does Vegas. your family watch NASCAR? My Jeff? dad is a huge NASCAR fan, and he, it is the one thing that I just don't understand. I'm just like, these guys, like, <coughs> they've broken it up now to make it a little bit interesting where they break it up into different legs, mm-hmm. but for the larger part, they're pretty just, big. Uh, collision today, didn't they? Yeah, there's like 27 cars or something like that. That's crazy. Woo! That's fun to watch. Uh, watching guys get in car accidents is fun. But I'm just, you know, it's like, it, dad, they do this I for was three hours. These guys are yelling in southern accents about every so often, every 30 seconds there's a turn, and then there's a wreck, and then there's there's drafting. They talk about chassis and all this stuff. That Does this even happen on a regular car? And I just give them so much crap for it, but it's just... Nothing it, represented outside of the charity did, work that J.J. Watt has done. But having J.J. Watt there, I was like, okay, the, that's that's the most NASCAR NFL player you could pick. Doesn't that Old Spice guy have his face on the hood of the car? I think so. 
There's a guy with his face in the hood of the They're car. They're so <laughs> ridiculous about post-race, though, like with your car. Like, mm-hmm. you can't touch your car. As soon as the race is over, just just get the driver out. They inspect they it. They don't even jump oh, on it. Oh, they inspect it and oh, everything? Dude, they do ev- That's the one thing that NASCAR's become, like, super just like, whoa. You know, you, that's why guys don't stand on the hood anymore mm-hmm. and celebrate. Because if you dent it and they go and they inspect the car, they're just like, oh, you made your car more aerodynamic. <laughs> and like, Oh, damn. Somebody, like, purposely jumping on the yeah, sides. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, Carl Edwards doing his little flips off the side. He did them off the side of the car because he couldn't do it off the top because of the, the they're so nitpicky about that. What's great is I've been sitting... Oh, oh my bad. But what's great is I've been sitting here since week three of the NFL season, and I was banking on having. I didn't think you would mention Daytona, so I was ready to have this as a loss, and I had this staring at me the whole time, and I didn't even pick it up. <laughs> but the thing is, <laughs> that, that was a sincere <laughs> laugh, right? <laughs> like that's the worst part. I'm not a detective. I was like, oh, I was like waiting. I was gonna be like, oh, NASCAR is a big loss today. You didn't even mention it. And uh, second nope, thing, it's here. Yep. But yeah, they. Uh, how how long is an ex- inspection of each car? Like, what do they? They yeah, just, now do, you're getting do, do now just, you're getting into questions that I don't do know just, and they don't just tear care. the entire car apart. No, they just probably they probably put one of those, you know, like uh, what do they call those? The um, oh geez, I'm gonna sound like such an idiot and a millennial be, right now. But bad. the balance, the balance, yeah. yeah, they put a balance, you know, a wooden balance with the three little tubes to let you know uh, with the air bubble. That'd be uh, badass if it was like the dog show and they have the people in like suits and gloves and they uh, watch geez. them go in there. They and just like, take okay, their dry, finger right? and just <laughs> wipe it down the side. Just exhaust pipe. Yeah, that's uh, tire. Oh, I did watch that for about. 10 minutes today and the one thing that was interesting they were interviewing one of the um the crew like whoever the head crew guy is mm-hmm. crew chief and they were talking about like oh you have like three fords you expect them to come up ahead of you like are, are like fords like are they known to be better dri- like well it's it's ford chevy and toyota is the three cars that they're riding out but i feel like with. they should be like even playing it should be like if you had a ford you have a better chance of, like, there it is. it's just different styles of racing engine that's all and ultimately it's going to yeah, go ahead. Oh my bad. How is there not like an all Tesla and Prius like NASCAR? <laughs> uh, that's we, Monaco. No, <laughs> pretty soon those libs will be out there. We'll oh, okay, the man. No, that'll be the last. Un- no, the that'll, pollution. That'll be no NASCAR will be like Cochise of or or however you pronounce that. They'll have the, their own the Indian like, chief's name. Yeah, he will be the. They will be the last unconquered frontier of like <laughs> they will stand. It doesn't matter homophobia, racism, all that stuff in NASCAR. It'll always be there. Like, and I don't even think they'll be like. Uh, they'll they'll be subtle about it. I think it'll be somewhat in the forefront thrown out there. Then you know how much they fought back against Danica Patrick racing, a woman racing, and then she did and she didn't do too well. So now all of them are sitting back, just like, well, that affirms what we were thinking. She's the most like mediocre driver. She's not mediocre. She was just a better indie racer. That yeah, she just she got trained. a lot of hype because she was a yeah. chick driver. I, I mean, think. the credit, yeah, the credit was she was able to just transition from one sport where she had a lot yeah. of. I mean, she was still pretty solid. I mean, she was placing. Yeah, but I don't think she wasn't like she was winning every race. No, no, I don't think she won in NASCAR. It was just a, it was just a good story. Yeah. Um, okay. I've heard those are a lot of fun to attend. Those mm-hmm. NASCAR, NASCAR events. events. Yeah, yeah, I went to the. I w- I've gone to a couple over at uh, Sonoma Raceway because they've changed it so many times. Infineon or whatever it's called. Yeah. The one dude. I so a. My dad came home with a tire one time that was supposedly <laughs> from Bobby Labonte's car. Just a giant Goodyear tire. Where's the tire. tire? No, it's gone. It's long what? gone. He got rid of it? Uh, this is like 10 years ago. Just a giant NASCAR tire for whatever reason just oh. came home with us because my dad wanted it. It sat out in the backyard for a good like six months before my mom was finally like, what are you going to do with the tire? And then <laughs> Dude, the eventually, tire would have been badass eventually got rid of it. it was, I, I remember it being heavy. So, yeah, Dude. you got the tire. I remember everybody having headphones on because the, the mm-hmm. engines being so loud. And then... I distinctly remember walking by a Jeff Gordon cutout where somebody had taken a hot dog and shoved it right where his dick was supposed to be and then cut off the hot dog. <laughs> so not a whole lot of Jeff Gordon fans in that section. 
But, um, yeah, and then my dad used to do this NASCAR pool with his friends where they, like, pick drivers, and depending on where they finish, they get points and stuff like that. And they used to always call Jeff uh, Jeff Gordon Salad Boy. I never got that. So <laughs> Yeah, there are a lot of people that are not like Jeff Gordon. That's a really, that's yeah. a really is, isn't he abstract. Isn't he a house in the area or something like that? Yeah he's, yeah, he's somewhere pretty close isn't to the from area. Marin County? So I'm pretty yeah. sure I saw somewhere him one day the, yeah. at Costco. Oh, really? That was a long, long time ago, though. Yeah. Dubon. <laughs> Dubon, sure. You're, you're all Jeff Gordon brought out. Yeah. Uh, brown bomb. Brown bomb. Um, okay, so that's good for us for covering Daytona. All right, so two winners there. Uh, next up on the winners losers list, Mike Moustakis, the moose, as uh, Tim had, had mentioned in the last segment. Mike Moustakis signs with the Brewers one year, $10 million. Win or loss, and for who? Win for the Brewers, loss for him. Wow. Okay. I feel like we could say that almost uh, any player that's signed, it's going to be win for team, loss for player yeah, that's true. at this point. $10 million but, for one year, not too bad. Well, I, I looked. He was, uh, t- I think it was 2.7 more. He had 28 home runs. If war is the equivalent to 6 to $7 million, then he's probably worth f- probably 14 to 21 So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a great deal for them. I, I can't believe nobody would. 28 home runs and he's not getting signed. Do you like it's it? It's just everyone's waiting for this motherfucking... Uh, oh, another fine. That's $5. Deal to go down. Yeah. Anyway. Once the chips fall, that's when it all... That's when it all it's, it's it's cool because there's the potential that this could be a really exciting week. If, if Harper and Machado do sign within the next two weeks, there's going to be a ton of moves, not just free agency trades. It's similar to almost like the NFL when it came out of the strike and they had one week of free agency before training camp. Mm-hmm. But just waiting four months is crazy. I'm, I'm sure we'll bring back Tim to talk about this. It's insane. It's crazy. All right. Uh, so, yes, win for the Sad. Brewers, but a loss for Mike Moustakis. All right, next up on the winners-losers list, Cameron Payne, a guard from Quinnipiac University, scored 55 points in a NCAA game. I believe that broke a record. I think he's the, the, high, the, the most points scored in, like, 50-something years or something like that. So good for Cameron Payne. Um, and that I remembered his name. Jeez, I just remembered it, and I almost forgot it. Uh, do we even think Quinnipiac's going to make the tournament? Because it's unfortunate for these guys that go to these mid-majors. It's like, this is a good accomplishment. Like John Morant with Murray State. Everybody's talking about how he could be the second draft pick overall in the league. His team's not even guaranteed to make the tournament, right? And like Trey Young, I'm pretty sure last year Oklahoma didn't make the tournament, or if they did, it was an early exit, a real fast exit. Was it Ben Simmons' team didn't make yeah, the tournament Yeah, they, they went straight to the NIT. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so wait, the, so the guy who scored 55 is named Cameron Payne. Cameron Payne. How is it? Is it the same, like, spelled the same way as the Cameron Payne that was on OKC? Because that's what I, I, th- I thought you were going to yes, mention. Sir. Okay, I thought yeah. you were going to mention, like, Cameron Payne, sc- uh, Payne scored, like, 50 in no, China no, no, or no. something. <laughs> no, <laughs> this is just uh, in an NCAA game, and he scored 55 points. My and basketball will get better at mid March. I just, uh, yeah, I was going to say, I thought it, college basketball, to be completely honest, doesn't really matter until March anyway. But, um, you know, I'm, uh, so unless Gonzaga and USF are playing, then I have a vested interest in that, and I and I want to watch. Gonzaga's a loser, a loser for you, aren't they? Yeah, it was a bad. That was a bad beat against San Diego, so they did not. Cover. I do miss those days, like back in those JJ Redick, Adam Morrison days. You'd have players all the time, like averaging 30, 30 points a game, like. Mm-hmm. Just, but nowadays, it's like they're averaging twenty, twenty-one. Just kind of, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I think tra- I feel Trey Young was like the last guy that hit that kind of mold. Yeah, him and like, and then like before that, we were probably not into like Steph was like the last mm-hmm. one. I think it was a, I think a lot to do with the, with this one and done thing. One and done. I mean, I just I don't know. Oh, for sure, with a hundred percent. Okay, last up on the winners losers list, we have oh so yeah he's a winner unless we um unless Quinnipiac doesn't make the tournament and then he's a loser because so know. a TBD on the winner loser. That's true. Him. Actually, I take that back. 
Well, uh, that's exciting. We'll figure by the end of March. We'll know if he's a winner or a loser. Yeah, right. Yeah, a little, little, uh, a little suspense. Check back then. Okay. Uh, last up on the winners losers list, we have Antonio Bryant on the Big Ben situation. Antonio Bryant. Bryant. Oh, yeah. Brown, Brown, my bad. Ooh. Antonio Brown. He's I've been. A, sa- he's a fun niner. I've said that for a a, a long time. Antonio a, Brown, my bad. Excuse he's me. He's a fun niner. He dished on uh the intro or the uh, situation with Big Ben on a Twitter Q and A. Uh, for some reason he decided he fielded like six questions or something like that, and it took him a long time to respond to these questions. Somebody tweeted out, what caused the conflict between you and Ben Roethlisberger, to which Antonio Brown responded, no conflict, just a matter of respect, mutual respect. He has an owner mentality like he can call it anybody, including coaches. Players know, but they can't say anything about it. Otherwise, their meal ticket ticket is gone. It's a dirty game within a game. Hashtag truth. I'm going to let you guys go first. I kind of want you. I want to just. I'm gonna serve it right back to you. you I don't, just even, I, wait yeah, for I don't, my I don't even care. Unless if you really want to build up your opinion, but I'm no, sure you've no. had it. I mean, it's not that I'm building it up. It's mm-hmm. just no conflict, just a matter of respect, mutual respect. Yes, you two are you were two very talented players that should have the respect of each other to know that you can rely on rely on one another to make a big play when the big play has to happen, and also that you guys can get it done on a down by down basis. So I understand the mutual respect. He has an owner mentality like he can call it anybody, including coaches. I'm sorry. Does not almost every quarterback in the league have a uh, quarterback? Not every quarterback in the league, but every quarterback with at least a playoff win has the ability to go out there and call out their coaches. Mariota could call out his coaches and get away with it. He just won't because he's quiet and soft-spoken. But Jameis Winston calls out his coaches. It's a different story. Cam Newton can do stuff like this. Cam Newton gets away with it. Aaron Rodgers does it all the time. Does he not? Tom Brady could do it if he really wanted to. It depends on your level of talent. The fact is, is that Roethlisberger has two Super Bowls, regardless if the defense carried him to one or not. In the, I mean, in the Super Bowl, Antonio Brown, what have you done? You haven't done any any winning of um of any significance. You know, you've 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 compiled in the regular season, you've performed in the postseason, and then the team comes up short. And I realize not all of that's on you, but playing quarterback is the face of the franchise. It almost gives you that right to do so. So and doesn't mean I agree with it. And then as far as saying players know, but they can't say anything about it, otherwise their meal ticket is gone. Other players know, and they play along in the game because they want to keep getting paid. It's just the way it is, okay? You saw some. You saw somebody step out of line and go against the status quo and Colin Kaepernick. Granted, it was an extreme, but look what happened to him. It makes me wonder why everybody else don't fall into line because they don't want to get blackballed like that. I mean, not to that extent as Cap. But, like, if you're Antonio Brown, you are just – you are doing nothing but making yourself look bad at this point. You're trying to clear your name, and you're doing nothing but digging yourself deeper and deeper into the hole. You have to understand, I can't complain about my supervisors getting special treatment – my supervisors at work getting special treatment because they've ascribed to that status. They've earned that special treatment, right? Like, they've done stuff to show that they deserve the special treatment. Plus, everything I've heard coming out of Steelers camp and all the other reports is – AB got a lot with uh, away with a whole lot himself. It just it, it was a matter of which arenas they were gonna let you get away with certain things. So I that's could, my take. Well, I, it could just be this is the easiest way for him to for sure get himself out of there because the Steelers have shown they're not they're not afraid that one they don't care about the money. They're they'll win any of these contract showdowns. They're not afraid. I mean, we we've seen the reports with the transition tag that they might use that on Bell, which is crazy mm-hmm. that they're gonna let this even linger even more. Mm-hmm. But it, it shows that maybe AB is like, okay, maybe if the if I go at the quarterback, the guy that 
is the most protected there. Maybe this gets me out of there. And you know what? There's probably some honesty and truth, which I don't I don't necessarily agree everything he said. I mean, I could understand being upset about what, you know, some of the stuff Roethlisberger does, but I, I do agree with the, what you said, too. A lot of quarterbacks do the same thing. Yeah. And it's just it's part of the gig. And and it, sadly for him, that position is replaceable in Pittsburgh. It's been proven for Mike Wallace. They draft Juju. Very well yeah, they do receiver. a really good job, which it, is what he may also be staring at. It's like, look, I play that position. It's replaceable. This for sure could guarantee that I don't get stuck here. Yeah. There, I mean, all I'm saying is 31 year old. You better have your you better have your stuff together, especially in the league, because your days are numbered. You got about maybe three years left of even being like considered. A, I mean, not even three years. You maybe got two years left of being a number one threat before all of a sudden you start to slide down. Which may be get, why he's trying to get one more contract out of this too. And you get so, the, so the Pittsburgh Steelers have another two years where they're not a threat anymore. I'm just saying it, to the Patriots. Wait, 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 two years until they're not a threat anymore. What does that to mean? The Patriots. Patriots will always be up there, and they won't be able to compete with them. Well, not like usual. Not There's lose, lose the Patriots in the, in the playoffs. I was say in the playoffs because they beat them in the regular season well, but can't they be what it counts. didn't didn't make the playoffs <laughs> this year to try and challenge the Patriots but that's beside the point um come that's at me come at me when your quarterback can stay healthy so I'm hey, gonna, doesn't rape somebody I'm so. gonna mark this down as oh a, <laughs> hey, let's hey, get it going hey, I don't yeah I don't keep damn right that. I don't we con- got standards up I don't, I don't condone his actions but all I'm saying is that my quarterback's got two Super Bowl rings so off a good defense. Yeah, great. And referees. I acknowledged one of them. He did not play well in that Super Bowl. But the other one, you cannot deny, he made a, a probably top three Super oh Bowl God. pass this is, this in, is in history. Oh, my God. I don't know what's number one oh, Super Bowl. It's, it's Actually, easy. it's got to be the Eli to David Tyree. That's a hell of a throw. The uh, one that yeah. stuck to his helmet. What Montana you, Eli, Eli to Mario Manningham was an incredible throw, too. So you're going to say the, Eli Manning has two of the top five Super Bowl doesn't throws. mean he's the great. Yeah. I know, it, that's but crazy. that throw was incredible. But you, you're gonna Mario. tell me that the throw from Big Ben to Santana or Santana Holmes one. is not top five Super one. Bowl catches? I'm saying top three. More, more uh, Santana Holmes than it was. Okay, interesting. Ben. That's fine because the ball just magically got there. Yep. Um, nobody threw it or anything. Anyway, I'm marking this as an L because if you're AB, you can only make yourself look worse in this situation. Could there be is an L no for the Steelers. There's too. no beating this. I mean, it's fine. Move on from him. See what I care. I mean, you know, there's, there's. I mean, I'll, I'll be heartbroken over it a little bit, but just. Every day that this stuff goes on and all the drama that comes out of the team, I'm just getting so annoyed with it. It's I'm I'm so close to saying blow I, the whole thing up, but they're doing it gradually I do, anyway. I do, I do think his stock went down when he showed up at the uh, Super Bowl weekend with his crazy hairdo and his <laughs> mustache. stupid blonde mustache. Yeah. I think his stock went down from I, a lot I of teams. Will say, I will say a month ago as a Niners fan, I kept joking with you about the whole AB thing. Uh-huh. And now... After the last couple of days, and we, we kind of talked about it on Twitter too. Like, it, I mean, if you get him for a fourth, I'd, I'd be ex- I'd be stoked and ecstatic. But yeah, it's hard not to be like, okay, he's had two off the field red flags. I mean, speeding's probably not a big deal, but there's something there. And then there is an on the field issue that mm-hmm. it affected the team. It affected a playoff team in Week 17. A playoff team for like compared to the Niners, you guys are so far ahead. If he's not happy in that situation, well, I I had a pretty good. Uh, I told you this one. I think on Wednesday, I said uh, Niners should trade a 2020 first round pick for OBJ. Uh, I'm all in. Maybe they'd probably throw something else he, in there too, I mean, but that he, would be that would be down. If, with if, that. He, if the Giants true, I just can't see the Giants trading him. No. If they, if they, yeah, if they want to get a they quarterback, just signed him. I mean, I, I, Jay Clazer is a guy that doesn't throw things around, so I do take what he says. Yeah. Like it, it does make, but I just can't see it if they're going to get a quarterback that they move OBJ. Um, 
as far as the AB thing goes, bringing it back to that, all the off-field stuff, it just, it, it kind of, and if I wanted to make this disparaging case against him, it puts off this vibe that he does the, you know, it's his, it's his world and we're all living in it, and it's just not true. I need someone who's a little bit more conscientious. Am I, I I'm going to sound a little hypocritical because I love everything that he's done on the field in the black and yellow um, and everything that he's done for us. He made a ton of great catches. He made big plays. He busted his ass to get where he's at, but that still doesn't give you the right, there's still a certain level of maturity that has to come with that, and you're not demonstrating it all. For somebody who's been through as much as he has to act like this, it doesn't seem very mature. And I just don't think it's like what he really wants, the Steelers aren't going to give it to him. If, if it's really the Niners, if it's really Green Bay, I don't know what What did Amari Cooper get traded for? He got traded for a first. Okay, then there's no reason why A.B., I would say I'd start I'd start the bidding at a second round pick because I don't think mm-hmm. you can get him for a number. I mean, if you think you can get a number one for him, by all means, go ahead and throw out a number one because I think AB is better than Amari Cooper. Just I'm just saying, Amari Cooper had problems with the drops before he showed up to to Dallas. No, it's really strange that that article does come out and it said that the league execs expected them to get either a third or fourth. It's crazy. He scored 15 touchdowns. He's uh, so much more productive than Cooper. I get the age argument, and but, it's like yeah. So the age argument is the only thing that's kind of disparaging there because you give up a first round for a guy that's probably only got about three years left in the league. Unless if that on field issue really. Yeah. yeah, like people are taking that into. I mean, but I don't think well, there's any reason why they shouldn't be able to get a second or a third. When I saw a fourth round pick, I was like, man, that's just his age. Right. Because and production wise, that's easily a second round pick. Yeah, and as a Niner fan, I'd still probably give up the second for AB. Yeah. Well, here's hoping we can swindle a, a unsuspecting franchise like that. All right, uh, that'll do it. touchdowns last year. That'll do it for winners and losers. Week 16, you, were, you wouldn't even agree that Juju was the number one when I said he was the number one, and now it's you said A.B. was still the number one. Uh, he was. And now I it's mean, a swindle? No, 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 no. No, <laughs> A.B. was still the number one, but I think now he sees, like you were saying, you put up great points. Is He was number one last year. This upcoming year, I don't think so. Really? I think I think you've seen Juju's uh, Juju's um, growth over the past two seasons, and what's interesting about that is I think Antonio Brown sees the writing on the wall too. He goes, "This is a position that they draft very well. I'm getting old. They don't want to give me the contract. I got somebody who I'm cool with and I've mentored, who's now coming for my spot. He's gonna start getting my catches. The fans might even like Juju more." You know, because oh, yeah, he's done a, he's done a way better job of connecting with the younger and millennials and all that through the video games and all that good stuff. And anyway, so yeah, that'll do it for the uh, winners and losers. It is now time for the pop culture update. Are you are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. 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 But we're still gonna talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news. Do you guys have anything you want to contribute to the pop culture update first? I will contribute. Okay, go ahead. They uh, wrapped up shooting of episode nine this week for Star Wars. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it comes in December, I think it is, right? December? What's it called? I think so. I I don't think they've released the name That's the next build-up. What's it called? They haven't released a name. They're brother, I think if they're going to do anything, they're going to release the trailer for it, not until the All-Star game for Major League Baseball in July. Oh, wow. Okay. But they'll probably have the name of it probably for like during the – or maybe the NBA Finals they'll do it or something. So NBA Finals or, or All-Star sometimes game. Sometimes uh, May 4th when they do the big Star Wars oh, get-together. that would be a good one. They'll yeah. probably do the name that day, I think. I, I or got Comic-Con, a, too. I got a name for it. Star Wars Episode Nine: Money Grab. Please don't be it. I mean – How about that? 
They, they, I mean, I the thing with I was really into this new one with the first with episode seven, but episode eight was just an absolute just was so. I was bad. so bummed. How was Han? How was Solar or whatever that one was? Called? I'm actually in the I, middle of watching it right now. Really? On Netflix. Oh, okay. So yeah. I'll give it back to you later. Is it the first half? Is it worth watching so far? I mean, it's 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 different. It's kind of yeah, like you did not do a good enough job selling me on that. <laughs> no, I mean, it's I mean, it's just it's it's not really like a Star Wars. It doesn't seem like I mean, I don't know. It's a uh, it's an origin story. It's an origin story, but it's um, it's different if, to me. It has a different feel to it than a regular Star Wars movie. Okay. I still, yeah, I, like I love Star Wars. After eight, there's just been so much of arguing. Like I, I didn't think it was as bad of a Star Wars movie as made as people made it out to be, but I do think a lot of the low points of that movie well, were too I, well, low. I think that they did their their thing. They messed up on was they hyped that movie up so much with all this with all the pre like review all the reviews before it came mm-hmm. out, and then they they there's a story that came out that. They were to give the director because they're so impressed with the movie. They're gonna give the director like three movies of his own to like remake a different franchise, like in a, in a different galaxy or something like that. When I mean, when it came out, you're you're expecting like this absolute masterpiece, and wasn't anything like it. Yeah, I mean, there was there was some moments I liked. There was some I really didn't like. And at, at the end of it, after arguing with people about it for like the last year, it's yeah, it's still not hard to be bummed at I this ju- point. I just think that whoever the guy that plays the villain, I forget his name, but uh, he, Kylo Adam Driver. Yeah, I don't. He's not. I for me, he's just not made to be a villain. It's like kind of like Michael B. Jordan. His <laughs> No, his name is he's Adam Driver. Oh, I thought you said at Adam. No, Driver. no, Adam Driver. <laughs> yeah. no, Adam Driver and Michael B. Jordan are two actors where you watch them and you just think you're just not made to be. A really, villain. I liked him as a villain, Black Panther. I I, th- I thought it was I thought he was awful. I thought that was uh, one of, I thought that was one of his worst movies. I'm so tired of the comic book hero movies. Like the two the two I, that I was really down with the franchises were The Dark Knight, because uh, those were some incredible movies. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not gonna lie. Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Like, I'll take no, it. yeah, yeah, Sp- yeah Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2 yeah. was the, with Doc Ock was the best. Yeah, yeah. I really liked the, the, the way they did the first Spider-Man. Was, Those are the, was and I really hyped up good. Aquaman. I still have yet to see it. It's just the superhero movies don't do anything for me. And all these Marvel movies, I understand it's like the wave now to get on and, and go see them. It's, that's you all kinda, y'all. Yeah, if you haven't watched any of them yet, you kind of missed the boat on oh, it. Oh, <laughs> for sure, because I've just like never... Like 18 or 19 movies now. I ne- Exactly, it's way too many to yeah. be yeah. That's mean, my I'm, hot takes. I'm, I'm some, well, I mean, I feel that, that everybody's reached uh, uh, burnout from comic book movies or superhero movies. I thought Infinity Wars did a great job. Yeah, but I'm, I'm hoping they do take a break once we get a little bit... But it, it, they're making so much money, they're but, not. But the back to the Black Panther thing, I didn't... I thought that... Uh, People were trying to compare Michael B. Jordan's performance to Heath Ledger's, no. and I was like, yeah, no, Heath yeah, Ledger's is, has gone down as one of the top five greatest performances ever." I was gonna say, did, yeah. did Michael B. Jordan kill himself after doing that? No. <laughs> no. Well, the thing is, the thing is, he they didn't p- give his life he, to the role. He played, or he played a character as a thug villain in a, but it wasn't. Re- I mean, I, it was weird because it wasn't really in a thug setting. But he played the thug type, given. But that. yeah, he he had he had a very it was a very westernized character with this kind of like Compton like when it's a when it's a story when it's it. a backstory that's actually very rich in African history, is it not? Isn't that? Mm, what it is, yeah. but but it, it, it's like but it was like it. I just it didn't it. I was watching. I thought the one that was really good in it was the guy that actually played back Black Panther. I forget his name. Yeah, he was great too. He was good in the movie, yeah. but I thought Michael B. Jordan. It just. He's I'm much better suited for like those Creed movies. Mm-hmm. Those are ones too. That that's in his wheelhouse. I just thought he nailed the big me, yeah. lines. That's what I liked. Like oh, this okay. is your king during the the battle scenes and the fight scenes. I thought he that that's where he was on point. Uh, the one the, the one oh, he had a line. I think it was right before he was with the fight, the Black Panther guy for the first time, like in that ring or whatever mm-hmm. it is. 
It's like, I've been waiting my whole life for this. I was like, dude, that literally, <laughs> said, that literally, that literally, that literally sounds like he's reading it off like a <laughs> teleprompter behind the camera. Uh, okay, so, yeah, that'll... Star Wars, but yeah, the, money the, grab. But, but, but they had some pretty, like, t- the the guy that plays Kylo Ren and then the, the leading uh, role, the girl, they both have some pretty awful acting points in that I just, episode 8. I don't even know what they're trying to accomplish with them. The whole That's the part, that's the problem with 8. 7 and 8 just seem like just separate movies. And no, 7 was awesome. Are 8 was just... Are we still at the just... point where they're trying to, like, uh, squeeze in movies in between and just be no, like, this is the truth? Well, okay, they, they, was... they were trying to, but Solo got such bad backlash from... Just so many different er- different pockets of fan bases that they had to stop, and they're like, so they they're actually, just the, actually, the funny, the funny thing, is, not, no, they they already hit that plan, and then they they yeah. start sprinkling these movies after the fact. But mm-hmm. their best movie they've made since this whole Disney takeover is probably Rogue, Rogue One. One. Was incredible. It was, it was a the, really that was well the one they made movie. in between the seventh. Is that the one where you get the little ball that's supposed to be art? The new no, no, that's, no, that's yeah, no. that's Force Awakens. Oh, okay, so that's Cash Grab One. Okay. Do you do you any of the Star Wars movies? I've seen episode. I've seen the original. The original. Six. So you know how the very f- uh, no, one through three doesn't count. No, so yeah, you know the New uh, Hope when they start off with Leia like getting the has a code from uh to give to Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole story of Rogue One is how they got that code. That's the entire. That's the main story for Rogue One. Oh God, see that's so annoying. I hate when they do it's, that. When it's but, like anyway, but we've got it, a storyline we're it's just a, gonna wedge movies. No, but in. It's, it was, it's it's good though. It's, it's, it's yeah, yeah, it's really well done. Uh-huh. Like it's something that and it's yeah, it's something you weren't expecting was gonna be good. It you was. Kinda, I kind of had the yeah. same reaction as you. I was really cynical about so it. So they so they it's originally by announced the best one they made since I think it's the best Star Wars movie they made since those original. Three. Yeah. So they originally announced that they were gonna do another trilogy, Episode Seven, Eight, Nine. Is that what you're saying? And then they did Seven and Eight, and now they've just wrapped up nine but in the meantime of doing seven eight and nine they said we're gonna go and we're gonna wedge mini trilogies well, in that, between that's each what, episode that's what disney wanted to do yes they wanted to make it so they want to do seven movie eight movie nine then another movie and then probably a couple of movies but solo was a was a flop i mean it still made a ton of money but to them they considered it a flop so mm-hmm. now they scrapped everything because there was supposed to be Good. there was rumors of obi-wan there's rumors of boba fett there's going to be there is a star wars tv show that john i think it's favreau is doing from uh, Swingers and uh, he's also, an Iron Man. They also had, they also, uh, this also before the Last Jedi when they had a stories coming out, they're going to make three new movies like after Don't, after Don't the Nine one about mm-hmm. a different storyline in a different galaxy. But they're, they're going to give the guy that made Last Jedi like complete freedom to make up mm-hmm. his own like storyline in his universe. But then I think Last Jedi got such like crappy feedback from the fans. We're like, we're not doing okay. that anymore. Please be good, Episode Nine. Bring back Jar Jar! Well, J.J. Abrams is back for Nine, so yeah, I think it they, will be good. Yeah, not, uh, as Star Wars fans dubbed the last director, Ruin Johnson. Well, yeah, he, I don't know why he... Like, his claim to fame is he directed, like, two or three It's Always Sunny episodes. And the Breaking oh. Bad, he had one of the most, uh, gosh. I, I'm trying he had to a really good Breaking Bad Really, episode. yeah, one uh, of the most yeah, famous Breaking Bad episodes. I mean, episodes when you're too. dealing with Star Wars, that's a completely it's a different, different animal. Yeah. yeah. Mm, interesting. Okay, well, I'm I'm disconnected from the Star Wars <laughs> stuff, so thank I you couldn't tell. I really couldn't back. tell. Thank you. Well, no, I, I know episodes, that's what I'm saying. No, I, I know. You're episodes right. 4, 5, 6, 1, 2, 3. I've seen those. I get down with those. Mm. It's once Disney got the rights and they started to reboot all this stuff. I was I saw it from the start. I was oh, like, yeah, this is a cash grab. Oh, yeah, then they had the grab. Star Wars Land coming out this yeah, summer. No, thanks. I'll pass on all I'll of go to Star oh, Wars I can't Land. wait for Star Wars Land. I'll go see Star Wars Land and I'll just go and so take cool. a look and just be like, how much of this can I pick out from the original six movies and then how much of it uh, is all the Disney call, stuff? Don't call 1 yeah. through 3 the original. I don't think there's much you can pick out. Like, I 4, 5, and 6 are original. Okay, excuse me. Three, I'll give three. I like three. 
I, Fairly. I'm not a fan of any of those okay. things. Star Wars 2 is C-SPAN, though. It is oh, a, it's a God. filibuster movie. It's awful. It's just a love story. That's, one with, that's one with Darth Maul, right? I No, uh, that was one, and they ruined oh, that one, oh, too. Uh, 2 is... Oh, fuck. Okay. Who, with Dooku. Who See, t- no, yeah, don't, yeah. don't worry. Don't feel... Yeah, 2 is bad. 2 is like watching a galaxy version of C-SPAN with how then, much they're in the, the Republic. And which was the one with Samuel L. Jackson? He was in 3, right? He was in all of them, in 1 through well, 3. Okay. 2 was just like watching a video game. It was all the... Special is all special effects. I was gonna say, when did the purple lightsaber come out? Is that that was one? One? Okay, mm-hmm. so that's okay. Uh, okay. I got you. All right. The I only did... thing they did good with the one, two, and three is they made Yoda like yeah, cool. That, yeah, Yoda super badass. nimble yeah. and like CGI'd him, and he could yeah. jump around. That was yeah. the only good thing. Because what's that fight that he has with the Chancellor in front of all the different uh, pods? Oh, no, the third moment. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a like, dope one. Yeah, they should him like he was like Cain Velasquez, like early Cain Velasquez was <laughs> okay. like Yoda. All right. Um. So wrapping up, let's let's fly through the. Re- do you have anything else for the pop culture update? That was long winded. Nope. Okay, thank you, Mateo. Do you have anything for the pop culture update? No, uh, I, I could I could go another thirty minutes on Star Wars. If <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll call John. Another call, is John up right now? No, another oh. episode. We'll we'll go Where's in John? on the Star Wars, and you guys can let's try just to pray it. that uh, Game of Thrones trailer comes out this week. Oh boy, oh, yeah, I'm holding my breath. I need a Game of Thrones trailer. Do you guys collect Funko Pops? Those no. I got my Pogs. Do you remember Pogs? No. That, I, sorry. I got Star Wars Funko Pop. I know a Funko Pop is like the new. It's a cheaper bobblehead, I guess. Like it's a new collectible thing. Just Google Funko Pop. I've, and I, I thought about grabbing like maybe one or two of something that like a Luke Skywalker would yeah. be cool, or like I love the Niners. Like if there was like a Garoppolo or something, I'd have one of those. Well, Post Malone's getting his own. Oh, what? So that's oh, it. I know these are. Okay, Post gotcha. Malone is getting a Funko Pop. Um, so I don't know exactly when those are hitting, but they are. They're gonna hit soon, and it will have the always tired, the the crown of thorns tattoo, the sword, all the other facial tattoos that he's got. It'll be hyper realistic. Is he gonna be um, rocking it, uh, rocking his Crocs? I don't know. That's a good <laughs> one. Um, yeah, how disheveled can we make a Funko Pop look? Uh, but yeah, it's just the newest thing. A bunch of people I work with at the radio station have them in their in their offices. It's just a way to collect them for different scenarios and whatnot. Like the most elaborate one I've seen is the one from the It movie where the kid's running mm-hmm. after the uh, the paper boat, and you can see the It or It in the uh, in the sewer peering through. So that one was pretty cool. They're cool. I just wouldn't buy them. Yeah, um, that's I don't, cool. They're, they're kind of beyond me. You don't take them out the uh, box either. You leave them in the box. Yeah, that, I would rather like have it out and just displayed somewhere. Well, that's the thing. Of, is instead of in the box. It's for the collector's yeah. edition. That's why. And speaking of collectors, yeah, look at that badass. professional transition right there. Uh, oh, I actually got one more thing. Well, it'll wait. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's about your boy Steph. I don't know. It can wait because I was just in the middle <laughs> of a very professional <laughs> transition, Flan. No. God. From that's st- not going on the reel. Damn it. I had it on the reel. Uh, yeah, speaking of mint condition stuff, a copy of Mario Brothers just sold for $100,000 uh, this weekend. So yeah. this guy tweeted out, wow, the previous mark was a mere $30,000 for another copper of Super, Su- Super Mario Brothers that sold in 2017. So this is an original Super Mario Brothers that hasn't been um, one of the most well-known video games ever released. The cartridge sold for $100,150, roughly 78,000 euro. The sealed box was part of the test market run on the platform of the platform game. So this is one of the very first original copies ever. It's still in its case, and it sold for $100,000. Thoughts? Okay, thank you. Now go on to your Steph Curry note. Uh, they had uh, Al, I had Steph Curry mic'd up today at the All-Star game, and they started talking. I guess uh, Steph Curry talked to Allen Iverson, and, they're, and they overheard through the mic that uh, Iverson said that you're in my top five all day long. Steph Curry. Oh, wow. Breaking news. Embrace debate. I like it. You're in my top five all day long. Well, he did revolutionize the way you shoot. 
right? I think if you could go, if you could go that way, that'd be actually that's a debate for for another show. We could that'd go top five most influential players in the league because mm. you have to start off with Mike. Well, you have to start off with uh, Chamberlain, Bill Russell, Chamberlain, Mike, and then I think that's where you can kind of open up the door for where it gets a little a little weird. I wouldn't put Kobe in there because Kobe was just a uh, a more cerebral yeah. or wanted to, it wasn't a Jordan wannabe but like his game was similar to Jordan's I think you could throw LeBron in there because of how he's just such a big physical I think, specimen I think he has to be he in there. erased positions I guess magic but would be Ma- another one that Steph you could throw in there completely and, then, the and game. then with Steph it's right. revolutionized the way you shoot he's not only the way you shoot the ball yeah, but just how, every prior, how you prioritize it exactly too. right yeah and uh, so that's why I'm saying he's got to be top five the argument that I would make would be like who are you going to throw in from the 80s like uh, Michael, like like a Magic or LeBron, that would be my last debate as to who's the fifth player that would or, make my. Or could you lump Magic and Bird together? No, I wouldn't. I mean, if Magic we're doing rev- Larry Bird wasn't that rev- was he that revolutionary? As a three point shooter, and and if we're talking revolutionary, a white guy that's tall. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> seriously, tall white guy. but seriously, the Magic Bird duels of the '80s were legendary. No, though. they were, they were. But I'm I mean, saying when you go up to Will Chamberlain, we're not talking about like greatest players. We're talking about guys that changed the game. Bill Russell, and like those two were guys that did change the game. Bill Russell, eleven championships. What that team win? Eight straight. Like he was the catalyst behind mm-hmm. that. Eight straight titles, which is amazing. But at the same time, you know, like. He was going up against a bunch of guys that were working at, you know, in a butcher shop in the offseason. I don't think they were getting paid that much to be professional ball players back then. Uh, then you get Wilt Chamberlain, who scored 100 points. They literally had to change the court dimensions because of Wilt Chamberlain because the key originally was shaped like an actual key. They had to widen it out because he could just prop one foot over the so- each side and not get called for three in the key. I wish Bill Simmons was here to like yell at you about how much better Russell was than Wilt. But I'm saying both of those guys are revolutionary in themselves. And then you get Jordan, because Jordan's considered by almost, you know, by at least 50% of the population is the greatest of all time. And then you get Steph, who, revolu- like we said, revolutionized yeah, with the, the three game. Point. But that's where Magic and LeBron would be my argument, because they're almost the same player to a degree. Uh, the way they fit, they're big guys that handle the ball well and facilitate, get others involved, you know. So I, it would be an interesting debate for those two. All right, last up on the pop culture update, uh, rapper six nine has. Um, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to this, but I've seen it on Twitter, so I don't know how much of it is real or not. Uh, I guess he's doing a whole bunch of snitching because now there's a report coming out that's saying all charges could be dropped as a part of a plea deal. <laughs> like he could just walk. Oh, so I want to know. I want to know. I want to know who he snitched on and what he snitched about because it's like if if that's the, if they had him on some serious charges and they're just gonna drop him all of a sudden because and I grant he's probably not the one that was um constru- you know uh, coordinating all this stuff and in and the reason you know the ringleader he's just a notable face to use it to bring down and get close to the operation but still like uh. That's going to be tough, man. I hope all those six, nine tats were just really, really, uh, really detailed hennas because you can't escape that. There's no running away from that. That's on you forever. And there are people who are very much about that life who look at somebody like a snitch and they don't like that. And they're going to see you in public. And yeah, Flan, as much as you joked about it, if he does walk uh, between being the labeled or registered sex offender and now being a certified snitch, (laughs) this man's got a timer on him. I think that's so funny with these new rappers that are coming, like Lil Pump and Six Nines. They had, they I don't think any of them were part of any gang affiliation or any no, co- no, until no. until they like got big. That's uh, Twenty One Savage. I don't know exactly how much is going on there as if as part of the gang banging world, but a lot of it with these kids is they just social or they they just emphasize drug use and violence as a way to like hype their music. But it's like a lot, you know. 
that kid. It didn't come from the mean streets. Of no, Compton no, that kid, like that. That, that kid, triple XXX or whatever. When he before he died, he was five foot five. Like he was, he he was just somebody that knew how to play with Pro Tools and could turn up a bass boosted song and get you hyped. That's not. He was not. He was not street. You saw that. You see that with these guys. I don't understand how you can claim to be street walking around with all that jewelry on, looking like a walking lick, because you're gonna run into somebody who don't care about doing it for Instagram and just wants to come up, and then they take from you. Yeah, I'm just waiting until some one of them just goes off on like on one of the bigger like Kendrick or something like that, and then Kendrick just goes. No, they know. They see that's the thing is they know their lane. Yeah, and that's why the young thugs never taken a shot at one of those guys. That's why I'm so mad that Eminem made that Kamikaze album. Yeah, that was. I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, it's some good music on there, but it just it's like, dude, like, we get why it. are you dipping down to that level? We yeah. get it, we get it. You didn't have to punch down. Yeah. You, know? you wait for somebody to take a shot at you, and then you you, shoot you back. only make that if like Kendrick Lamar makes a statement about you, which he wouldn't because they're homies. But like, it's something like big like that, but nothing yeah. that's like MGK or whatever the hell the guy's name is. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It, that was just white on white crime. Um, yeah, Mateo, it looks like you had something to add to that. Oh, yeah, I was just reading through the TMZ report. And what, yeah, do you got? what do you got? <laughs> I, w- I want to see him in witness protection. That seems like the most hilarious part. It says, it is understood that the defendant's cooperation is likely to reveal the activities of individuals and that witness protection may be required at a later date. How do you put a guy like that in witness protection? You don't. That's what you, I'm saying. You, you can't. Don't. You don't. You right? ship him out of the country to yeah. somewhere else. And how much you you you'd have to walk around with like a ski mask and a beanie and I just hope like, all that money that he's been flexing on the gram is legit because he's gonna he's not gonna be anywhere I don't think he'll be in the continental United States I think they'll I have to send imagine. him to a, a, really a U.S. territory he'll be chilling out in Puerto Rico or the Virgin Islands or somewhere like that where nobody can touch him I mean to get rid like you said at the begin at the intro of this for he had a minimum of forty seven years that he's wiping away like the that could level just be gone. Of, yeah the level of what he's about to do and the people that he's gonna He's going to snitch on. I mean, God. Next level snitching, man. Whew. All right. Uh, so, yeah, lesson to everybody out there. Snitches get stitches. And it's only a matter of time before stitches get put on 6ix9ine. Uh, but, yeah, to go back to real quick to touch on this before we depart, because this has been a very long episode. If you're still listening, thank you. Um, with 6ix9ine, with, with stitches, with all those SoundCloud rappers, it's all about let's, glam- or let's, let's glorify drug use. Uh, maybe occasionally rap about weapons because I've seen that those are cool, that's and then get a bunch of face tats. That's the funny thing, because Travis Scott, he's like one of my favorites. But the thing with him is that he didn't smoke weed for the first time until he was a senior in high school. Yeah, and he, uh, every like literally all his albums, everything is about drugs. That's what, I mean, the main focus of all his albums is like drugs, and it's not really violence; it's more drugs. And when I heard he smoked weed for the first time as a senior in high school, I'm like, what the fuck? Like what? Yeah. Kind of like taken aback by that, but I don't. I mean, that's but not the, I don't mind the whole drug thing. Is the one that gets me is when people start like acting hard and like they like they, they, like shoot up. So, like Fifty Cent literally got popped by gang. nine times. Yeah, Tupac was like they all these guys. They had like yeah. serious street cred and like these now guys, it's all about yeah. doing it for Instagram. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's how much money can you stack up next to your ear while you mumble and bumble around while you got all that jewelry in your teeth and hanging around your and neck. Like, and then you got like Eminem that came up. He like he was in the mean streets of. Detroit, eight mile. That dude. I'm saying, look at all the real movers and shakers in hip hop right now. None of them walk around flexing all that jewelry. Even Nipsey Hussle, as much as I love him, he just got the most. J Cole doesn't do it. Kendrick don't do that. The flashiest I've ever seen Nipsey Hussle go with it was this all money in chain, and he's only donned that a couple times in public. Otherwise, he just goes gold uh, Cuban links, and gold holds its value way better than diamonds. So it's kind of funny looking at all those rappers that are like, I went to Johnny Dang in Texas and got iced out. It's like, that stuff does not age well. You will not get very much ROI on that. Invest in gold. Yeah. That's the lesson there, kids. All right. Uh, that'll do it for this episode. Do you guys have any more parting shots before we go? No. It's been a long episode. Thank you for holding cool. in there, gentlemen. Yeah. yeah. All right. Sleep. Uh, so follow Mateo on Twitter. Plug your Twitter. 
Oh, is it Mateo something zero? I don't know. Don't don't. Uh, very close. Very yeah, close. Don't, don't. Just punch in Mateo my, and he should pop up. Yeah, I really don't follow my Twitter. Flan, you're on Twitter at uh, at suck my dick six nine. Okay, at Brendan of SR five. <laughs> very close though. Very close. Uh, yeah. And then so six nine. <laughs> and then I've tweeted. I mean, I've changed my Twitter handle. Yeah, you did. Yeah. What was behind your Twitter change? At Jeff tweeted what? Because you know, it's like I try to focus on just sports, Dude, but sometimes there's so stuff smart, that pops out there. Yeah, so right. Smart. Just Jeff tweeted what? Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff so yeah, tweeted what? At Jeff tweeted what? And then you can follow me on Instagram at allegedly Jeff because no, never know. If did you clean your back history while you're at it too? What do you mean my back? Did history? you do any more? Did you go through and clean since you tweeted? No. None? No. No, everything I, stays? All, all the stuff that's been on this Twitter has been very professional. It was the old Twitter that was reckless. No, I know. I was like curious if you, if you deleted it. years of just like innuendos that were put in those tweets and just not a whole... I, I wasn't a very smart tweeter at 20, right? That's what I'm getting at. I wasn't thinking about 20, 25-year-old Jeff at 20. I was thinking about 20-year-old Jeff. Oh, luckily like, at 20, I wasn't really tweeting out anything offensive. It was all nerdy baseball stuff. No, I was <laughs> tweeting some very hurtful things at a lot of people, uh, mainly in the sporting world, but that was because I was a very uh-huh, impassioned really. sports fan. And I've since toned it down, and I try to take a little bit more of a journalist approach here. I, I'm still prone to freak out. I've since hopped off my crusade of yelling at the Steelers to get their act together. I was kind of bummed. I wanted that every day. It was. I was going to do it, but then at the end of the day, I just become one of those people on Twitter that's just yelling at them and offering no sort of feedback. I mean, any any uh, useful contribution. So if they make a signing I don't like, I'll make sure that I hop back on the, the Twitter horn. I just throw that kind of stuff with, like, CNN. That's the only thing. Only time. Okay. I, I do that whole tweeting back thing. All right, thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, that'll do it for us. To the haters and losers, of which there are many. Just uh, grab uh, just yeah, just go fuck yourself. Until next time. Deuces. Later. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Joints in the morning, I smoke two joints at night. I left you alone for the healing since I never gave you life. I walked and built good feeling, I got diamonds in my eyes. But let's be real, Godzilla in my trunk can afford my prize. Can you feel the earth? Oh, 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 oh. Can you feel the earth? Oh, 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 oh. Can you feel the earth? Saying Godzilla in the trunk, got my mans in the villa with skunk. I can't trust not a soul, I'm alone. Everybody done died her back home. I've been trying to reach you for the longest. Let's smoke clear, but you know my tree be the strongest. My branches got banks, I'ma be here the longest. I dare you, little bitch, cannot be on no boss shit. Young nigga shit, I'ma get ridiculed for dumb shit. Don't rain in California, but my niggas ready to dump shit. I don't like no fake big, but you bagging like school lunches. I eat beach, you eat ass nigga like num num, that's scrumptious. Don't like no fake niggas, wanna collab for the clout. But I know you niggas already know what I'm about. But I've been bossing since a jitty, and we litty at the house. Niggas claim it away, but use waste for they rouse, nigga. Feel the Oh, oh, oh.